Hello, investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I will play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Solstice. It was written by Sean Little, who is also our game master, and this is episode five. Uh, no recap tonight, so let's just begin our journey, or let's continue our journey into the darkness. Sean? Thanks, Tom. You've just left the doctor's house spoke to having spoken to his wife's assistant uh maid whatever you wish um you're on the street by your car or in your car whatever you wish well we're gonna go see this preacher um is that today sunday this is friday afternoon that's friday afternoon dinner Um, time almost well the only thing i can think of to, to kill some time we could either try to find out where that the doctor now lives or we could do some research on his father other than that i so i suppose we just want to wait for the preacher well there are five of us so we could do both of those things simultaneously reverend daniel um all right I think what I would like to do is maybe look in some newspapers and see if we can get a last name or a first name, if that's his last name. And then we might be able to look up and figure out where he's living in town right now. Okay, you think in library? Yeah, or the- Okay. Some place that might have- As I recall, he's leading some kind of a big revival, is that right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. There's a right. brother Daniel who has a revivalist church that is at the north of Tallahassee. It's outside of the city limits, but it's in a rural area north of the city. Well, maybe just drive out there. Maybe there'll be a poster or something that'll just have his full name on it. Reverend Daniel Tallahassee or Reverend Michael Daniel. So I'm going to do that instead of the library. I'll just drive out to where I think the revival is going to be. It's probably just an empty tent right now. Do well, they take the tents, um, put the tents up, and take them down, or do they just leave them up? I don't know. You 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 know just from and one of you would know that generally these revival tents, especially in the southern states, would stay up throughout the warmer weather which was most of the time they would move from place to place occasionally but they would they would stay in one area as long as people were showing up and as long as they were getting money from the people showing up and members would join and such so yes that's uh, it's likely out there it's likely like a not quite a circus tent but something like that you're imagining based on what you did read so far okay so that's what my i'm gonna do Anyone else? Same, different? So your plan is to go out there and try to find a sign or something? Is that what you said? Something with his full name. I mean, maybe I'll bump into him, but I'm not sure that I want to talk to I'll him go, yet. I'll go with you. you. 
Just a dock stuff. Yeah, I'd be so. I'd be interested to look at this uh the tent. I was thinking it would be a building, but yeah. Tents would be weird. Well, they have let's lots go, of those. Let's go out look here. at this. This is the south. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna ask anybody or you're just gonna I mean there there are billboards on every exit and entrance to the town in the city for the most part. Do you just want to drive around or what, what, what do you uh, think? We'll, you we'll do? drive in that general direction and take a look and see if we see a billboard or something that'll give an address and then. Okay. Well, um, yeah. What, what do the billboards say in general? Are they super informative well, or just directions just, to get there? Generally, there's small builders, but I, I'll tell you, it's not that hard that as you reach the city limits, you get some gas, you drive to the edge of town, you start seeing signs like the, the black, like black on white signs, hand painted, but nicely done quality hand painted signs that say the end is nigh, the Lord has come, Brother Daniels is, is here to help that kind of sign and they generally point they're pointing the direction north up the the main highway at the time out of okay. town so it was a follow for a Sunday while service mm -hmm. all right uh do spot hidden please sure. whoever's driving now you uh you just refer to him as reverend daniels yeah with sorry S? sorry brother brother daniel brother daniel Oh, okay, sorry. I got a 93, so I'm I'm busy trying to drive on these crazy mountain roads. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're driving along. Um it it's it's the signs don't disappear. There's more and more of them. Some of them are on people's lawns. Um as and does uh, who's who's sitting in the back right-hand side? Who say who who sits who's taking shotgun for on the front just so I know. Not because you're being shot at. Probably me. Okay, you're up front. So you three are in the back. I'm going to guess Percy is probably near a window, perhaps. Sounds yes, like uh, I, I, I think that's, that, that's for the best, I think. For the best? Fresh yeah. air. Racing. You actually are the one, Percy. You you are on the right-hand side, mm -hmm. the, not the passenger side of the car. And uh, could you make a spot hidden, please? Well, um... That's that's a, a, a pass, but I'm just all right. Excellent. Uh, you, you it is you're looking around. You, you Dr. Brody's talking about. Oh, there's there's another sign. I'm reading it out loud, and it's becoming a thing where you're reading them out loud between between you all as you see them because there's it's not like there's so many of them, but you're, they're different. Every one of them has different messages and mottos and quotations from the Bible and such. And then you actually see off in a field, two gentlemen putting up a sign, pounding the stakes in the ground with the sign leaning up against their pickup truck. And it is one of these signs, the end is nigh kind of, you know. Oh, I'll, I'll draw everyone's attention to it. You see, see something over there? there? Look over there, look, look in that field over there, look. That's what we're looking for, isn't it? Is there a tent? No, no, no the sign. It's a sign. Um, well, let's see if we can drive over at least, you know, off the edge of the road and uh, get their attention. We can ask them. 
where the reverend is or where where we can find him. Yep. And and Easy enough. Talk like you're uh, interested in praise the Lord or whatever. <laughs> who's who's going to go over and die? I mean these guys are just two two fellas in dungarees and white shirts with the sleeve cuff the cuffs rolled up to their their elbows but they have ties on still but they're just you know undone a bit. Yeah. Say they're on the right on the right side of the road? Right hand side. Passenger side of the road, yes. Okay, I'll just roll down the window. Yeah. And uh, say, hey, excuse me, fellas. They wave right at you, even though they're 10 feet away. Hello, good good day, good evening. We're, we're, we're interested in checking out uh, this uh, revival Brother Daniels put together. Could you give us directions? Oh, oh, absolutely. Um, though the revival, it, it, it's it's Sunday. It's Sunday at ten in the morning. Um, we do people do arrive early. We have we have some some food and some some beverages and such before the before the service. Uh, but it goes from ten till twelve, and then there's another service from one until three. And uh, they give you they have they actually have a a printout like a piece of paper that actually has like newsprint that actually has information and has quotations and it has the history mm. of the church and it has the name and it has a little, you know, handmade key map that actually shows you how to get to the revival. Right, does, does it, it have any info blurb on brother Daniel? It only refers to him as brother Daniel. It says that brother Daniel saw the light 20 years past. He has a background in the sciences and the arts and he saw the light and his his a dire warning to bring forward to the people of america so this brother daniel guy sounds pretty intense huh oh he's his his eyes glow he's just with with power and and he he's he's the best thing we've ever we've ever encountered would we do anything for him that's uh that name brother daniel is it Daniel's his first name or his last name? They look at each other. They look at you. They look at each other. A little bit of quizzical between the two of them, like like ants. And they, uh, he's brother Daniel. We don't know him. That's all we know. That's all I know. That's all I know. Does he does he live in town? No, no, brother Daniel's. He spends time here for the revival, but he has other locations. He, but this being his favorite part of the South, this is where he comes on Sundays. He has revivals for, in various locations throughout the week. All right. Well, thank you very much. Oh, hope to see you there. Could we tell you? Could we tell them who's coming? Could we? Could we give some names? We like to. We like to have people ready for you. What? Oh well, he wouldn't. He wouldn't know us. Uh, we, this is we're we're traveling through. Oh oh oh! You're from elsewhere. Excellent. Oh great. We, we like to spread the word, spread the gospel. They're, well, they thank you. Honored to each other. Oh, and uh, have a great weekend and see. We're already rolling up the window. Yeah, and we. Uh, I guess we're. Gonna, <laughs> shall we just go back then? Shall we at least see where the tent is? I don't think we're going to get anything. Yeah, um, let's uh, let's at least scope out the tent. All right, so we'll follow we'll follow the the little map to at least see the location. Okay. Um, by the way, as you're driving away, they're waving away and looking at each other like they've they've done something wonderful. They they're so happy right. with themselves. <laughs> so, 
Uh, so you're driving off and they're almost, you're almost out of sight before they return to their work putting up the sign. Uh, you did notice in the back of the truck there were a few more signs, there were posts. Um, there were a few, no, no. Uh, who else? Uh, J J uh, uh, Jimmy, could you make a spot hidden as well as Stanley? Fail. Yeah, 56. Okay. Everything looked exactly as I just described it. <laughs> you guys didn't notice the dead hookers in the back of the truck? <laughs> the the rolled roll up in a carpet. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do drugs, kids. All right, so uh, you're driving Yeesh. north. Um, it, it's it's a little ways. It's out of it's out of Tallahassee. Um, I think it's Davis Town or something. It's a, you pass through a small village or town north of Tallahassee, mm -hmm. and just on the other side of it, in the fields, like it's a nice nice rural spot. It's not too wet. You're not into the you know the, the you know the swampy areas yet. And there's this great big field, and there's a parking lot that's empty, uh, save for one one truck, one beat up, beat up old pickup truck. And uh, there's a tent and it is a large, um, not circus tent in size, but in shape, you know, the, the four giant posts, one post up sure. the middle, peak at the top, ropes going out to the ground, nailed with big wooden spikes. Uh, the back of the tent, you can see as, you, as you're driving up, there's a, like a, another side, like a little room kind of tent attached to the back. And then off to the side, there's a pavilion that's been constructed. It's four, post, four wooden permanent posts with a roof that's, again, peaked just like the tent, but has no sides. And there's picnic tables inside and some barbecue, like large cooking uh, brazier kind of things. Sure. Not, not braziers like wizards would use, but, you know. Right. And, uh, Any and crosses? No. No crosses. You do not see any crosses you see signs not you see some hand-painted signs but you see you see a very nice big sign brother daniel's ministry every sunday rain or shine uh 10 till 12 1 till 3 all welcome men women and children and it says it, it, it implies that there's games for children as well, that there's persons who will take care of the, it has a bunch of things like little signs, like bring your food or, or let us feed you. Uh, and in the back, um, you do notice there's a, a dock because there's a little river that runs through this area. And in behind there's a dock and there's like a little, another little, like a dais, not a dais, like a, I guess a dais, something someone stands behind. And, there's the stairs going down at podium, yes, and stairs going down into the water from the dock. Baptism. Yeah. Kind of a bap baptism area in the river that's a permanent kind of thing. No crosses. Now, I know there's, there's probably a number of Christian groups that don't like the cross. You see a lot of that, but I think that this, this part of the South will all be crosses. It's kind of weird, huh, guys? All right, let's let's go back. I guess. Anything else you want to do? Ian, could you make a spot hidden since you're looking around? You you're sort of the least interested in all of this than the rest of them. They're you're kind of like well, I'm thinking of how could I break into this place? <laughs> <laughs> I passed. Go to the aside. Re regular guess. success. 
Okay, you pass. You see, leaning up against the fence, well, not a fence, like uh, beside the tent, leaning up on the ground, you can see someone has defaced one of the signs, and with red paint, it says, Sinners. Someone has hand-painted the word Sinners right across the sign, and it looks like a boot print right in the middle of the, like a, like a hole, in the, like somebody kicked the sign down after they, or before they painted the word Sinner on it. Wow. Get a look at this, Dr. Brody. Yeah. It's the South. All the Christians hate each other. That's um, it, really. Yeah, I'm not really that surprised. Um, so there's going to be, there's going to be rival churches that are mad because this preacher is getting more popular than their preacher. And it's all about fear mongering, you know us against them those are the enemies we're the, the good guys it's all nonsense um all right let's drive back gee stanley you're looking a little green yeah yeah i think i'm allergic to uh tents let's get out of here all right you head back and where are you going you just I don't know. We got a couple of days to kill because we don't know how to find him. We don't know. We don't know. We don't, we don't have any way of finding him. Is there? What if we find the phone book? Reverend Daniel. That's why I was trying Start to find his up name. Daniels. Last name Daniel. Last name Daniel. First name Daniel. We don't know. Hmm. Can't hurt to look for who who's in there for the last name Daniel anyway. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, what if he went by Debussy? Sure, we can look at that too. It's in the oh, same we, section. Already, we already we already looked in Debussy, didn't we? There was just one that was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you guys can do that. Okay. Yeah. Let's go find a phone book, Stanley. He went to find one. <laughs> I guess he left, did. Left a blonde. May, may, may I ask you a question? Yeah. Yes, of course. Well, well it depends who you're asking. But, but it's, it's just a general thing. But who, who, whose wedding is this? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but it's officiated by Reverend Daniel. Oh, it, it looks like a very large affair, doesn't it? They've got a very big marquee. My word. All the way out here, though, there's no houses. It's terribly inconvenient. Probably hoot and holler. Well, they, if they, there's they somebody spray do. painting... I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Carry, carry on. Carry on, please. I was just going to say, if there's somebody spray painting on there, vandalizing their signs, especially with some sort of judgmental, like, sinners, uh, perhaps, like, there's, there's another local church who is upset about Reverend Daniel, and we could just go to the nearest local church. I mean, even if it's somebody who's okay with Reverend Daniel, they would probably know what's happening in their own backyard. Oh, that's a good, good point. Just a thought. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go dig up some dirt. Yeah, maybe there's uh, 
Jones. Presbyterian Jones. There's usually a church on every corner down there. But. There's actually, uh, by the way, there's a phone, phone booth. You, as you're driving, you're discussing, and Jimmy's bringing this up, you do see a phone booth or the equivalent of a phone booth, whatever it was back in 1929. I don't think there was actually. But the, so you do see that uh, outside of this uh, kind of roadhousey kind of place, trucker stop again, there is a phone booth there. They have a yellow pages or a white pages. Phone booth. Go check. Yeah. I'll pull up next to it. Have a quick look, see if we can find anything on a uh, Daniel, last name Daniel, Reverend Daniel. <laughs> There's about 65, no, no, not 16 people named Daniels or Daniel, one or the other, in uh, this phone book. Does it give right. it, does it by chance have any of them that say REV period? No. No. Anything Any of them uh, first name brother or reverend? <laughs> Dang. Mr. Nothing John, can ever there... be easy, can it? Mr. John, is there anything in that phone book about the, um, didn't Dr. Burry mention something about a Masonic Lodge? Yeah, okay. I don't remember how that came up in context. That should be, but... that should be listed, Masonic Lodge. Be like Lodge three six nine two, unless we have to go oh, back two two to, seven one, unless we have to go to Tallahassee to find that might be a more local. Hmm. Possibly. Well, there, there are. I mean, this is a, a relatively local, smaller town phone book. Mm, okay. uh, it it lo lists local things. You're you're about okay. tw twenty miles out of town. All right. Nope. There Actually, are lodges. Um, there is a lodge, but it's not the one you know of right now it's this phone book like chained to something or probably like kind of yeah it's got a little wooden slat that it's a try that it's slid into and there's a little chain you, you could just pull it apart and take the phone yeah if you like i'll do that oh now the next person won't have a phone book to look into it just broke it's federal not... law now they're going to chase it down they're taking it out I knew you'd do something illegal in this town. Yeah. <laughs> now it happens. This will happen to start a fire. I just look at Dr. Brody with an incredulous look on my face and shake my head. In 2020, people will be throwing these out. Hmm. I haven't even seen one in about 10 years. Hmm. Um, all right, so I'm, I'm, I'm driving back to Tallahassee then. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Jimmy's idea. <laughs> Why don't we just stop by a local like Church of Christ or something yeah. and ask? They're everywhere. It's got to be one the right here. Book, the phone book has Church of, Church of, Church of. You can or, just like look for a steeple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, uh, not a problem. You can easily find a church, and I will. I'll just make it random. Do you guys have United Churches down there? It's it's like a a, pent, a pr Protestant church of some sort, like not an evangelical one, but not Catholic. It's some some or the First kind of, Church of Christ, or yeah, yeah, something like that. All right, let's let's park here. Who wants to do the talking? We're just gonna ask. 
Oh. Yeah, sure. I'll get out and walk up to the office. Okay. Go for it. There's a little manse beside the, the church, little little house that the minister lives in, reverend minister, whatever. Um, hello. Is well, the, uh, hello. The older, older gentleman comes up. Yes, can I help you? Yes. Is, is the reverend in today? Can we talk to him? Just a moment. I'll go get him. And the uh, fella walks away. He says, could I ask who's calling, please? Um, I'm, I'm dinner. Oh, my name is uh, Dr. Owen Brody. I just want to ask him a couple of questions. We're, we're not, we're, we're new in the area. Oh, uh, just, just a moment, please. It's a Dr. Brody. He's new to the area. They have some questions about something. Um, and he's ushering you in. How many of you are going in? Just. Um, I don't know how many, do y'all want to come in? Well, follow me if you want or hang outside. I'll, I'll stay with the car. My head's throbbing. It's a relatively I, small house. I could rather be able to sit down. Oh, yeah. Come on, Percy. Okay. Brings you in. Uh, there's a sitting room. Says, would, would, I'm sorry, we're just in the middle of dinner. Would you like some tea or something? Or oh, I'm or... sorry. We didn't mean to interrupt your dinner. No, 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 um, no, no don't bother with anything for us. Unless Percy, Percy might need some water. Do you need, do you need a glass, sir, of water or anything? Oh, um, that would be lovely. Thank you. Great. Bring, brings you a drink. And a minute later, you see that the, a gentleman comes out. He's drying his hands on a cloth. He lays it carefully. And he has the reverend minister type look about him. He says, oh, good evening, gentlemen. I'm sorry you caught me at something. What, what can I do for you? Can I help? Oh, well, we're just we're, we're, we're traveling uh, from uh, the north down here uh, into Florida. We're staying in Tallahassee. We were out for a drive and uh, we're just wondering, you know, what, uh, when your church services are. And uh, we, uh, we also, we, we went by a, a big revival tent out there in the, uh, oh. what, what's that all about? Because you've got nice churches. Mm, you're not, I'm assuming you're not from this part. Um, you're not from here. Uh, it's uh, Brother Daniels, as he calls himself, he's not a. I don't like to speak ill of anyone who says he's a man of God, but he he he's been there for many years now. He he moves around from place to place when it gets a little hot for him, say so to speak. Some of the locals may not appreciate him drawing away their young young folk. Um, I don't really know what brand of Christianity he's putting forward because. The, I've never been. I've never been, and I don't know anyone that's ever been except for a few that were members of the flock of ours, and they went, and they never came back. They went off and joined his little his little village in the swamp, as I call it. Well, no, up north we don't have people in tents. That seems really unusual, and there's there seems to be signs everywhere. Oh, they put them up, and you know, on, on private property they put them up. What do you mean about uh, a village in the swamp? Oh, he's he has a little encampment. Um, he's purchased some land, or they've purchased some land somewhere north in the off the other side of the the border in Georgia, and he has these little revival tents all over the place. And he brings people in. He speaks to them, and if someone is worthy, he uh, he draws them away, and they go and live in his little village, and they they spread the word more. They're like. They're like a virus. Sounds like a cult. Hmm. 
but they, they they haven't really they don't come into town very much and when they do i have a feeling they come into town in disguise because um they're very easy to pick out they're always in dungarees and white dress shirts with a tie uh which could be any anybody who's working nowadays but but, but generally you can you can you can pick them out their heads are always shaven and they have this glossy look in their eyes mm. hmm. And you say they're in, they're just inside Georgia in the, in the swamp. Yes. Yes. Wow. It's an odd place to have an encampment. Um, I, I, I've heard rumors, but mm. I, I, I ask him a lot of questions too about his church just to mm-hmm. make it sound like that's really what I'm interested in. Oh, he, he gets the impression right away that you're ready to join up and you're all going to show up on Sunday and you know, he's got a few committees he could use people on and, <laughs> bake sales coming up the usual well it's a shame that uh that people like that have to show up in the neighborhood and steal away your flock well it's it's not just that i mean the people have the right to choose wherever they i'm a moderate person they have the right to choose what who they what church they go to it's 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 more their their ways of doing it they're they're promising them like we promise the afterlife if someone does things according to the rules and the laws of the Lord. They promise they promise things happening now. Hmm. It's not it's not the reward is not after a good life with them. The reward is living in squalor in some swamp village. Hmm. Well, does not sound like but they must put on some sort of show though with that big tent out there and you don't oh, know you haven't been there i haven't been but i know that uh, you know you can hear it from the road let's say the tent's shut but you can hear there is laughter and yelling and hooting music and it's laughter interesting hmm. wow well thank you very much reverend uh I, do i call you reverend oh, reverend is fine yes yes Reverend right. Jones, and uh, uh, thank you. I hope to see you on Sunday. Thank you very much. All right. So, gentlemen, do you want to drive into Georgia? Do you want to drive into Georgia tomorrow? Saturday? You know, um, that does sound rather interesting. Yeah, village in the swamp. What could go wrong? Well, we we could. Um, I'm I'm told we 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 could fall prey to chiggers. Well, let's hope we don't get chiggers. Apparently I think uh, in, in swampy regions down here in Florida, I think you better worry more about those crocodiles and stuff. Aren't crocodiles rather large, though? You should be able to see them coming. Yeah, that's what you think. All right, well, let's head back. Get some rest. All right. Um, are you going to the same hotel you were at before? I don't. Um, oh. Because you're on the other, like, the other side of uh, Tallahassee. No, no, because you were, you were, yeah, 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 other side of Tallahassee. And we got attacked too, didn't we? Mm-hmm. So we try to break in. I don't know. Do we have all of our stuff in the car? 
I assumed you checked out. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Get, if, we, if we weren't planning on going back, we would. Yeah, we'll try to find another place. Hey, did that guy last night who broke in have dungarees and uh, white shirt? He had dungarees, a leatherish kind of biker kind of jacket, like a. I don't know what you call it, a mechanic jacket. He looked like a mechanic to you guys. But yes, underneath his jacket, he did have a white shirt. Now, it wasn't, there's was no tie, but it was a white collared shirt over a t shirt. Hmm. He was in disguise. Um, all right. Well, so you're telling me this guy was wearing a t shirt, a white collared shirt, and a leather jacket in the South? Mm hmm. Hmm. In June, June, like end of June, yes. He looked warm. Well, it's, it's always say. best to, to, to wrap up, isn't it? I want to catch chill. Yes. You can I'm take just layers warm. off. Just, just adjust my, my um, raccoon fur coat that I'm wearing. All right, so we find a new hotel. Hotel. Easy enough. Um, are you looking for just a motel type again or a more substantial place to stay? Do you think a more substantial place would be more secure? So you're not going to let some thug walk in the door. Let's maybe. Do let's do that. Maybe we should just get one big room too and like maybe set a, a watch or something. Yeah, I think we can afford that. Okay. Yep, there's a let me see. Oh, easy enough. There is a there is a inn. It's called an inn, but it's a it's a hotel, and it's three stories and like maybe twenty rooms total. It's a fair 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 sized hotel, and it's it's in the general vicinity that you're located in. Not a problem. All right. So we'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Bunk down up. for the night. Yeah, other than food and drink and sleep, that's all I can think of doing. We'll set watches. Okay. Set watches. The food's easy enough. There's room service as well as a restaurant in the hotel, which you know, is your basic restaurant bar kind of thing in a hotel about front of the time. Uh, there is a. Uh, a room there's a suite available it has two double beds um but it also has a pull-out couch relatively That's perfect amazing thing that they have there mm -hmm. um and uh that's it uh, there's a phone book there's a bible there is the lamp there is a window facing the parking lot where your car is uh there is a telephone that rings to room service and a radio that's pretty much all you go other than a bathroom and that's all you've got okay um other than uh I, i'm gonna i'm gonna use somewhat of the same precautions as i did last night um so that if anybody disturbs the uh the suitcases uh, i get like a tug on my arm <laughs> to wake me up i i get the uh, tire iron out of the car Okay. Are you just taking so if anybody... weapons up? <laughs> Hang some I'm not bells preparing on the... you for anything. I'm just wondering. 
think that that is that is my weapon. <laughs> Can you just buy a shotgun, Les? Did I? You oh, I did buy store? a shotgun. You're right. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot to write that on my character sheet. And Stanley, I think, bought a hacksaw. Yeah, you're right. Standard the targets. Soft guy sand off. <laughs> a hacksaw? Oh, right. To make it into a sawed off, right? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. Thanks, thanks for reminding me, Jimmy. Good night, oh, folks. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. All right. Well, do you want to you shorten it now or shorten it later, John? We might as well shorten it now. All right. You want me to roll for this, Sean? Nope. <laughs> you you can you can where, where I'll I'll even leave it up to you. Where do you wish to saw off this shotgun barrel? Um. Are you are you sure you don't want me to roll for NFA violation? <laughs> oh, that's not a skill. No. Never mind. It's not a skill. <laughs> Um, but I, but I will ask. I'll, uh, what are you going to just? So you're going to, you're just going to saw off the barrel. Yeah, six like to. The... So is it a, is it a double, double barrel? It's your standard double barrel shotgun with two triggers right. and two thumb triggers, if you want them. All right. So six to seven inch barrel. Cut it about there. Okay. All right. Here it is. Do you want the Do you want the stock to stay on there or? Turn it into turn a this into a pistol. a nasty little <laughs> pistol thing. I'm gonna break your wrist Wait, the moment you, you fire it. You saw off the the. No, I think I better keep the stock on. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. All right, all right. I get that I'll written roll. on my character sheet now. I'll just. Uh, okay, all good. You have a sawed-off shotgun. Uh, what are you going to do with the barrel part? Just chuck it in the garbage or make a planter? Eh, hold on to it. Hold on to it for a little bit and deposit it elsewhere. <laughs> make a flute. Double-barrel flute. <laughs> Panpipe two. Oh, if you do, if you have two different lengths, but you have the the mouthpiece the mouthpieces lined up so that you both hit both of them with like one gust you could have this awful atonal thing <laughs> that would just be lovely it's entirely doable you've got the time all right uh no issues throughout the night no knocking at the doors there's nothing is anybody planning on doing anything other than eating sleeping and making sawed off shotguns <laughs> he's got me covered <laughs> The radio's there if you want, but I'm assuming you're all just tired. Uh, morning comes, boom. Sun comes in through the window. You're awake. Saturday morning. All right. All so right. We're gonna... Let's get some. Let's get some breakfast and head up to Georgia. Right. Yeah, we'll check out and put all of our stuff in here. Okay. You check out. You get some food. Um, so just to be clear, we're going to drive around the swamps of Georgia looking for an encampment. Well, once again, we're hoping well, they, gave us, they gave us a they gave us a general direction. So let's drive right. up there and 
Oh yeah, she said just across the George border, just north there. Might so. just have to ask some more people. Exactly. Look for dungarees. <laughs> okay. All right. You eat. You load up your car with gas. You. Sorry, everything flickered there. You check the oil. Um, car is running fine so far, but uh, I'm going to make one little roll. So you have been driving a while. And it's Do you want me to do a mechanical repair on it? To uh, yeah, does anybody have that or no? Yes, I do. Could you do that, please? I'm just, I was just, just starting to think about the mileage on this thing. Okay, that's a, that's a six. Nice. Okay, excellent. Well, you're you check it over, you you change the oil, you change whatever, you clean some stuff, you spend about an hour in the morning tinkering with it. Um, you do put some air in, you know, two of the tires, the, the usual kind of piddling around stuff. You know, there's a couple fan belts or a couple belts that probably need to be a, a dealt with at some point very soon. That's it. Timing belt needs replaced. <laughs> Time, the alternator. The serpentine. <laughs> All right. So off. Uh, when's the last to... time you oh, changed blinker fluid on this thing? I don't know. I stole the car, so I don't know. It is no. a little bit cramped. You probably think you might have been better off to to keep the Mister Deerworth's car. You fit eight people in that car. All right, well, I'll start driving. All right, are you heading up the same highway that the signs were on? Yeah, heading in that direction. All right. You're, you're heading up. You eventually pass by the spot of the revival. A couple of vehicles there now. Um, the truck that was there before has moved to a different location. The truck that the fellows were in with the signs in the back. And now you can see, now that you've been prompted to look for it, you see the signs that also have sinners and that written on. They, they were taking down damaged signs and replacing them with new ones when you saw them. Okay. Um, they don't wave as you drive by. They don't see you. Uh, there's a couple other cars there, just people milling about. Uh, you, you assume they're probably getting ready for the Sunday service. You drive north. You drive a couple of hours. Well, not a couple of hours. An hour north. You cross the border. I think it's an hour. Let's just assume you cross the border into Georgia and you do keep, you actually see more signs. Um, and some of them are pointing in the direction of where you're going. But as you go a little farther north, you see another sign. This is, it says, Brother Daniel's Revival, Saturday, Fargo, there we go. Georgia. Goodness, it's not Fargo, Minnesota. Oh, that would suck. Since <laughs> I don't think we'd make it in time. No. That'd be quite the drive. Let's see if we can get to this revival. Maybe it if we get to it. Oh, good, good, good. Only well, we had two two services at the on the Sunday one, so yeah. All right. Good by noon. You got some time to get there. Um, in the sign, you can, it's easy to follow the signs. They just keep pointing. Now, it's a bit of a drive. I mean, from it's a few hours. You have to go north of the border, and then you have to head back east. And eventually, you get closer and closer to Fargo, and you see a few more signs. And then you see a great big sign that says, point, it's an arrow down a side road. I mean, you see it ahead of time. You don't just come up, come up on it. 
and it's uh, it says Brother Daniel's Revival, Saturday, 12, and it's got a big arrow. It's a little happy face drawn on the, the sign. Um, and it's down a side dirt road, and uh, there's cars ahead of you. There's a lot of cars heading down this road. Right. I guess we're here. Yeah, looks like that's the place we got to go. I'm going to get All some right. eyes on this guy now, yeah? So, that's if we were talking to him, I'm talking to everybody else. Maybe we should bring up uh, Clayton, Clayton Perry, his son. I mean, that, that might be a way in to talk. I'll, to uh, I'll follow your lead, Doc. All right. Okay. You, uh, you head down, and the, the, the traffic gets a little tighter, and the road gets a little more cramped. Eventually... You see cars pulling off into a field, and there's a there's an established parking area, and there are old beat up cars, there are new cars. It's like every walk of life a person seems to be at this revival pulling in, and there's families and individuals, and there's old geezers, and then a few young people on their own, and same setup as before, big tent, another area off to the side where you see people are actually cooking food. And uh, lots of tables and chairs and or whatever, and stools and stumps, all kinds of things to sit on. And you see at the front, there's a lineup to get into the tent. And it's, it's probably 11 o'clock, an hour before, the, before the, um, the actual services to begin. But there's an hour before it, but there's people lining up, like probably about 100 people. All right. Well, if we have to, we'll support the back. That's, that's probably preferable, right? If you don't want this guy to see you anyway, right? Well, he, he won't know us, but uh, so that we can get the hell out of the tent really quick if we need to. <laughs> when, the, when the Migo God shows up. Then. Can, I ask, can I ask a question? Um, is, is there anything... Um, is there anything about the presentation of all this? That that suggests um, anything about the nature of the the performance? Not on the signs that you have seen. No. Right. The pamphlet does give some indication that this is a apocalyptic kind of group. That the end is nigh, and Brother Daniels is here to help you survive something that is coming and he's the only answer he's the only solution so they're um what do you call the the believers and the millennialists fanatics uh, there's a term for it i think i think uh, your, your vice president is one of them um where they believe that dominionists Dominionists, where people Fascist. are going to be taken away. I'll, I'll, I'll remember the word eventually. It's the people who believe that like all the, the sinners will be left on earth and all the others will be taken oh, away. Oh, the rapture? Uh, Tribula tribulationists. Yeah. Rapturists, I think, yes. I, I think technically they're called millennialists because they believe that hmm. the devil will be here for a thousand years. and Oh, and I thought it meant he was coming in 2000 and he never made it. Oh, 
just the millennials made it. All right. Or he doesn't have a job and he doesn't care because he doesn't. Um, I was making a hipster joke. So um, that is their lot. You're lining up or what, or what are you doing? I mean, there's food. It, people are going to get food before or after. It's, it's whatever they're feeding. I'm very wary about eating anything that, that I'm sure it's fine. But I don't want to take the chance that there's some sort of hallucination they're feeding these people. <laughs> Y'all can have some. I've got my fifth deviled egg shoveled in my yeah. mouth, as Dr. Birdie says. And it's like, <laughs> Jimmy loves free food. <laughs> oh my God, deviled egg sounds so good. <laughs> Devil day, get it? <laughs> oh my God, Percy has vanished. He walked up into his void. Um, yeah, it smells good. Maybe I'll eat a little. All right. Well, anybody that wants to eat, there's no issues. It's just it doesn't make you feel funny. You don't feel drunk or high or anything strange. And it's it's just a, it's a bare bones amount of food. It's like you know have a little nibble of this and a couple pickled eggs here and there some deviled eggs uh, maybe some vegetable i don't there wouldn't be a vegetable plate people didn't eat potato salad then, did they? potato salad you know just the bits and pieces after they say just come back after the service we're going to have some chicken and we're going to have some fish and this and that uh these are just snacky foods for now so if you eat, want to eat you can eat you don't and then there's no side effects it seems right. people are enjoying it there's lemonade lots of lemonade and t iced tea sweet unsweetened tea. the way you weird americans drink it oh no that's um, in the south it's all sweet tea oh is it sweet yeah. tea oh yeah. it's, it's ridiculously yeah. sweet like they put like in the, it's more of a quart yeah yeah a quart syrup. has like 10 yeah. tablespoons of sugar in it or something oh, yeah. my. it's ridiculous yeah it, it's more of a syrup poured over ice <laughs> wow I made some yeah. once. So a recipe a friend of mine from the south gave me, and it was it was disgusting. I had to reduce the sugar by uh, what did I half? 80 percent, eighty percent, and it was still super sweet. It's about right. Still really sweet. Oh wow! Well, they have that, <laughs> and they have fish, and they have this coming up. So uh, the the food there's there's there are John will totally around. be partaking in the refreshments because he oh. never gets this kind of food. The, okay. southern, the southern food. Okay. Well, this is just the snacky food. The big, the big meal for everyone is after the uh, after this, this service. And there are people walking around handing out pamphlets, though. Same pamphlets as you receive from the other fellows, except it's got a map to this location instead. Right. Um, same information. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetic roll, like last week's remembering roll, sugar um, high roll. So, yeah, oh, go ahead. Can I'm you sorry. can you believe all this stuff, Stanley? I mean, Jesus, these guys really take their Jesus stuff seriously, don't they? Oh my 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 They're guess is something that, serious. My guess is that the roast pork and stuff is coming out afterwards. You know well, that's going to go straight to your hips, right? I could pretend to be religious for a couple hours longer. I'm just saying. Yeah, just don't get it on me. Guys, be on guard. We're talking about magic here. So, right. yes. this this what's whole this, followers. What's this about a, the power, the power thing. 
that he might be able to control how people feel about him. So. Do you think it's a good idea to be going into one of his services if he's got the power thing? My guess is he only does it for his followers, the ones that, you know, you got to kind of belong first before they're going to the ones, you. The ones with the glassy eyes that, yeah. that would, yeah, maybe. The dungarees. Um, I'm gonna look around and at the other people. Mm -hmm. Do they do they all have kind of a glassy-eyed, vacant look about them? A lot of the people here are just people from the surrounding area. They're coming okay. here on Saturday to get a service and free food on a Saturday. They got nothing else to do. Um, you do see if you, it's easy to pick them out, just like the 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 Reverend at the other church said. The ones with the folded up white shirts up almost to their elbows and the ties and the dungarees they are definitely members of the church they do have a very vibrant wide 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 open eye look about them and uh, they're very smiley and happy and uh they're if someone trips over something they stop to make sure that person's okay even if they hardly tripped at all they're just so they're there to help everybody at all times. They want everyone comfortable and complacent. Okay. Weird. Hey, Sean, could I, could I, um, you said the, some of the people were handing out pamphlets, right? Yep. Could I approach one of them and find out, uh, I'm just offering to help hand out pamphlets. Oh, oh, absolutely. They say they, 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 they come with us, come with us. And in, in the corner of, uh, one of the, there's a few little tents here and there where they've got chairs and things like that. They've got a box of pamphlets and they have, uh, they, they, how many would you like? A little stack like this or something? Yeah, just, you know, like a, a stack and then I'll stand in the back as people coming in and I can hand, help hand out pamphlets in the crowd. Absolutely. Yep. They, they let you do this. They're more than happy to have help. And uh, they introduce you to um, one of the sort of like the lead guy who's directing the people that are handing out pamphlets. And his is uh, he's he's brother James, and he says, "Oh yeah, great, uh, absolutely, please. Uh, I I hope you stay for the whole service and, and stick around afterwards too. We can always use good help." Sure, I appreciate it, James. Thanks. Anything I need to tell them when I give them the pamphlets, or just oh, just the pamphlets explain themselves. They they okay. should, if they read these. They they should they should they should get the message. Are you all in line or what are you doing? Yeah, we're in line. Okay. We'll sit yeah. Everybody's in line. I'm in line. Stanley, you in line? Yeah, if you're dragging me in. <laughs> Stanley, you know you know why I stopped going to church, Stanley? Like God's all seeing, all knowing, whatever, right? Omniprescient or something like that, they said, yeah? Yep. That's that's the word. So why does he always need money? <laughs> well, you know, it. it's green. Um, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Keep your eyes out. If there's a like an inner sanctuary or something where he keeps the artifact, so we could just watch today, and then tomorrow we could go to the other one. And sneak around and get whatever it is he's got. Yeah, I'll be totally casing the place. I guess trying to look for yep. um, places where 
where would I hide the valuables if I was running this joint, you know? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, make, make, I mean, you're in line, you're at the front of the tent. You all move in eventually. Uh, there's not much to see from the lineup, but when you're inside, you can see that there is another addition to the tent at the rear. There's a stage that's been put up front, a podium or dais, whatever. Uh, on top, a few chairs behind. There's a piano, like a little portable player piano kind of thing that someone's rolled in and put on a, some pallets. And uh, you see that in behind, there's definitely a doorway that's flaps that open and there's another area in behind that you can't see into. You do see people coming in and out and it's hot in there as, as Dr. Brody is fanning himself and there are women that have fans and men that are fanning themselves with the pamphlets. And uh, that, that, that area in the back seems to be the only place that from the outside or the in where you haven't been able to see into. Everything else is open. Is open. So this is all still part of the tent though, right? Inside the tent, it's another, like it's like there's a an addition to the tent. Yeah, but, yeah, it's a part of the tent. And what I mean is, there's no solid walls, doors, things like that. Nope. nope. Could I figure out about where I'd have to go to to try to get it from outside? Mm hmm. Yep. Right at the I'll very make, rear between it and the river. I'll make note of that. And then once the, um, the whole service starts to kick off, I'm going to sneak out of the place. We said we're sitting towards the back anyway, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to sneak out and try to see if I can get around to, uh, you know, get up under the tarp or whatever, try to try to see what's in that area. Okay. All right. Service starts and it is your standard evangelical revivalist, um, apocalyptic millennial, um, rapturist revival, revival. Service. The, the whole revival service bit there's there's some singing it's a little toned down from what you would see nowadays i'm sure um no technology no microphones no electric guitars but it is what that sort of thing would be back then and you have various speakers come up and it's it's a long drawn out thing and they keep apologizing for the heat but you know they all everyone has to suffer in life and we're all suffering together blah 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 and towards, it finally reaches a peak and people are cheering and clapping and the person is telling jokes. And to, to any of you in this, in the, any of your characters who've ever been to church, you're not used to jokes in church. And that's, it's, it's very strange. This is, there's jokes, there's informality, informal people asking for, for when someone's, they bring people up on stage, they're asking them their first names. They're not calling them Mr. or Mrs. There's, and they're, they're, they're calling everything's first name, brother this, sister that. And they call everybody brother and sister. It's very different from what any of you are used to. Yeah. And it reaches a peak. And then the peak sort of plateaus. And they say, and thank you, everyone, for the service today. And now a word from Brother Daniel. And finally, Brother Daniel comes out. And every uh, Percy, Jimmy, and Dr. Brody, could each of you make a, well, spot hidden is probably the closest. And then, it, or, or, yeah, sure. 18, yes. Is that a hard? Okay. That is a hard. Just a standard pass. Okay. okay. Jimmy? Failed by two. Okay. Jimmy, you, you feel, huh, have I seen this guy before? Percy, you go, you look and you, as, as a man of your age, 
you think, oh, I see it. And Dr. Daniels, you meticulously as a biologist are going, oh, I see the similarity. This is Clayton Perry's father. This is Clayton Perry's father. It's absolutely Clayton Perry's father. He's 60 something now. Right. He's, he's a lot older, but it's, it's like if someone fast forwarded the Clayton, you know, in time to be a 65 year old man and he gets up on stage and he thanks everyone for being there. And he's a bit tottering and he has a limp. There's a limp on his left leg. And, uh, it's it doesn't seem like a limp that's been with him for very long it's it's almost like he's he's got a cane with him that it doesn't it seems to be the wrong length for what he's using it for um he gets up on stage he thanks everyone he goes through his whole spiel about how he was once a doctor and he was the son of wealthy persons and he had to he escaped to northern ontario and he witnessed the devil the devils and 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 evil coming to life on earth and he escaped the, the, the corporate world and he came back and he tried to be a doctor again and he tried to take part in community he in, through and he throws out again he says he, he was joined Masonic Lodge his father's lodge and and damned if he didn't find them to be servants of, of evil as well and he, they, they pretended to help him but they weren't really helping him and he had to escape on his own and he went north and he founded this church and he has a he has a, t- a town. He's created his own little town. It's his own little city, and it's, a, it's the star of the south. And he has his own city, and he wants persons to come live with it. But you have to be accepted. You have to be accepted. So if there are any volunteers to come live in his town to help, he could use five able-bodied persons. And because he's, they're, they're people come and go, you're allowed to leave at any time, but he's always willing to take on new persons as interns of sorts of, to learn to learn the work and move out into the world to help spread the gospel. So he says, please, tomorrow morning, we will have a bus waiting here. The bus will be heading to our town. If you wish to come see one of our people after the sh- after this service, and he points to like three or four people over there that have like you know, clipboards or whatever. They, I guess they had clipboards back then. And uh, they will take your name and, and let you know tomorrow morning when you come back if you are able to, uh, to join. And he thanks everyone. He says, see you at the food hall or food pavilion, whatever he calls it. Mm-hmm. And just more music, more clapping. And uh, the people with the clipboards move outside. He moves in through the back door out into the little tent area in the back. And... Uh, Everyone starts to slowly rise and oh, it's so hot. And they're all so happy and they file out and start filing out of the tent. Now, as soon as Father Daniels was, or Brother Daniels was announced as about to to come out, right? That's probably when I would have made my exit, my slip out. Because I figure when he's talking, that's when everybody's going to be the most distracted. Right. That's what I expected that you were going to do that. Yes. So he's talking away, doing his spiel, and you have... Now make a stealth roll, mm-hmm. say. That is a 15, which is a hard success. Okay. You, you discern that the best way is not through the door, of course, because there are people at every doorway. But you slowly slip, you know, you stand. There's pe- and the good thing is everybody's standing and clapping and sitting. It's not like a traditional church where everyone's sitting and watching and listening. People are standing and mill- milling about. But they're paying attention to the stage. Nobody's focused on you. And you move to the back of the crowd. You bend over to tie up your shoe and 
under the edge of the tent you go. Yep. Okay. You're outside. Now I'm going to work my way around the back towards the river. And I'll try to find out what's in that kind of, well, I don't want to call it secret area, but that secured area of the tent, the, the part we haven't been allowed into yet. All right. It's 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 not hard. There's nobody outside on the, this would be the west side of the, I have to look at a compass in my head, uh, the, okay. the west side <laughs> of the, uh, north, south, east, west, uh, the west side of the tent, you move along that edge. You do see people in the distance walking around who are uh, people who are with his church and they are they are all talking to each other or they're attending to cars or they're moving over to the food mm -hmm. area you're able to get to the back and you see that it is a square much smaller tent area that is attached to this tent and there's an opening at the rear you see people okay. coming and going oh really well not not very many i mean that's where you see that that's why how you tell there's okay. an entrance you gotcha. see people and going and there's a vehicle parked in behind which is a beat up but a fairly nice sedan, but it's kind of beat up and dusty and dirty mm -hmm. and muddy. Okay. I want to slip around over near where that little entrance is. See if I hear anybody talking inside. Uh, you don't hear anybody talking inside, but you can see in the opening because the flaps are open. There are hmm. three fellas standing with their arms crossed and they're not dressed in dungarees and white shirts. They're dressed like, the heavies in suits. I mean, they're watching and one has a driver's hat on and they're, they're watching the show and uh, they, they seem to be paying a very close attention, looking around the crowd from, you know, there's a little, mm. you can see now there's little peepholes in the, mm -hmm. in the, this room is dark. This little area is dark and it really is just an area at the back of the tent where the guy comes and goes or people come and go. And there's some, there's like a, like okay. an acoustic guitar, a banjo and some other things in there. No alien artifacts, watching. no lock boxes. Nope. Okay. All right. I'll get back out of here then before I get myself in trouble, get caught or something. Work my way, okay. way back around and into the tent and watch the rest of All right. uh, Brother Daniel's bit. Half actually, watch it. As you, I'm, I'm really bored yeah. by it. But <laughs> Well, as you approach the area where you slipped under, they say, oh, come in, come in. They, they, they just assume you went out and found a washroom or a tree or yeah. something. Mm -hmm. they, come back in, come back in. Or like, come in. They don't, they don't know that you've left. So you're yeah. back in, and the, the service ends. <clears throat> Everybody's filing out. What are you guys doing? I'll, I'll say to Dr. Brady, probably once I went back in anyway, I'd say uh, the back area, it's just like a little entranceway. Mm. It's got a few guys back there, though, that look like, um, well, they look like heavies. I think that, I don't know. Um, I was thinking about just talking to him and letting him know that we know who he is. Doesn't look like he's doing too well for himself. He's got a beat up old car out back there. I'm afraid that he might bolt. Because, because he's afraid of dominion, for one thing. Um, they've been hunting him for a long time. And if he thinks that we're them, he'll bolt. He's done it before. So um, you want to just try the honest approach? Well, that's that's kind of what I'm afraid of. Maybe maybe we should hang back and follow them back to their little village when they're done here today. Or should we join? They were looking for five able bodies. We got four. Able bodies? I look at Percy. 
Yes, so we have four. Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, how are the scars in the back of my head looking? Looks like a smiley face. I, I feel like, uh, actually, I think these stitches should probably come out. It's been, uh, what is it? Something's been a week. You got a few more. You're, you're back up another three hit points. I, I've already rolled. I'm well, at, yeah, I'm at, I'm at max. If we're going to join. I'm, I'm back at full health. We got to get on the bus in the morning, <laughs> Sunday morning. Yeah. So that'll take us out supposedly to the, uh, the village. That's what they said, right? Right. Or we could follow him back there tonight. Well, he'll be off doing his revival stuff in Tallahassee. Uh, that's right. Might not be a bad thing for us to be there at the village while he's away. So his... I don't know. My eyes might... My eyes... My glasses aren't set up for that, that kind of distance, but... Uh... Did his cane seem a little long? More well, like cane? a swagger. Yeah, like a swagger stick or something. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Something so, about that struck me as odd. Um, well, well, let's make a decision. Do we follow him back or, or do we uh, do we follow? We could follow him wherever he goes tonight if he's going to stay in a hotel or something. And we could talk to him right. privately. Yeah. You know, you if, seem, he, uh, if he's sick, if he's sick, they, uh, a, a young ruffian on us when we were in our motel, I mean, we could return the favor. I don't think that that, I, well, I don't know, maybe. Um, I don't know why I get the feeling that they can smell the artifacts. Because how could they have known that we were in that hotel? Unless uh, Adam's the one who uh, hired that guy. Uh, possibly. We could confront him here. What did the little what did the little uh what did the little punk say? Was it give give them to me or give it to me? I don't actually recall. Or we'll be back or he was looking oh. for something, but he wasn't specific at all. And then Percy Walt. He said something along the lines of, yeah, we'll be back. He implied that there were more than one of them. Mm -hmm. He definitely yeah. said we. I remember you saying that. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm cool with whatever you want to do. If you want to confront him here, uh, just let me get my shotgun out of the car. I'll back you up. All right, let me go talk to him. It's right. not hard. Um, so, after the, he literally moves into the crowd. Right. Where the food is. So I work my way slowly towards him. I'm sure other people are shaking his hands and talking to him. And as soon as I, uh, I get the, uh, I get close enough, I smile. I'm like, oh, uh, Reverend Daniel, I'm very glad to finally meet you. Oh, it's just Brother Daniel, but hello. Brother Daniel. Does he, I want to use psychology on him to see if he, like, recognizes us, which he shouldn't. Are all of you 
with no, him together? No, it's, it's just me. Oh. Um, you can roll, yeah. All right. I'm not too far away wearing a uh, suspicious-looking coat with a bulge no. under it. I don't, I don't really notice anything. Um, uh, I'm like, I'm so glad to finally meet you. Um, and, I, and I lean in smiling and I say, I'm, I'm a good friend of your son. My son. Hmm. And where did you meet my son? Your, your son, Clayton. Son. Your son, Clayton. His eyes widen and he looks frightened, angry, and then it's back. Okay. He's back to normal. And he says, well, would you care to have some some food? I'm going to sit at the table here with these young gentlemen here. And he just picks a random table, it seems. He says, okay. just, just come, let's, let's have a talk. All right. So I'll sit down with him. All right. He sits down. He gets a plate of food. He says, feel free. And he gets a plate of food and sits down. He's got standard Southern fare in front of him. He says, so how, where did you meet my son? Um, well, I mean, I can, I can tell you the story um, if this is okay with you. Um, uh, I met your son in uh, Party Mills up in uh, British Columbia. <laughs> he snickers. He says, I know that it's not in British Columbia. I've been there myself, as you know. Well, that's where he was. Apparently, British he's, Columbia. Isn't that where it is? It's Ontario. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting two games <laughs> mixed up. That was the pipeline. All right. So uh, I don't think yes, British I, okay, Columbia. I'll, I'll, zip, rewind. Yes. Okay. Party, so you said uh, Ontario as well. Right, Ontario Mills. I haven't um, been there for a very long time. No. Um, my name is Dr. Brody. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, I... Oh, uh, Dr. Brody, yes. And I uh, was studying the migration of the uh, raccoon uh, caribou. Um, yes, there was a, a major disruption in the, in the caribou, and uh, your son, your son and I went uh, with some of my other friends went looking to find out what happened to the caribou, and we found some rather horrific and monstrous things up there in the hills. Hmm. Well, isn't that interesting? Because that's very similar. To what I saw when I was there mm -hmm. a long time ago, very long time ago. Back when you worked mm. for Dominion. Yes, not the best days of my life, as they, but it led me to this now. It led me to my calling. Mm. So what, what would you like from me, sir? Sir, um, Dominion, Dominion is getting close. And... Mm -hmm we are trying to prevent them from getting a hold of certain items. Or rather, a certain item. And why are you preventing them? What, uh, what's, in it, what's in it for you? I don't honestly know. I don't know why we're doing this. We're 
we have reason to believe that dominion is up to something rather nefarious. Um, Deersworth Sr. is dead. Oh, really? Arthur? Yes. Hmm. And his son may be behind it. Hmm. Well, behind his death, you're saying? Possibly. And certainly behind trying to get a hold of the uh, the artifacts. I think that he wants, I don't know what he wants. It no, all sounds so crazy to me. But, uh, sir, we need that third artifact. Uh, we intend on getting rid of it. I destroyed that artifact many years ago when I've had my call, when I found my calling. I smashed it with a hammer into pieces. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I threw it into the bayou, into the swamp. Okay. It was a symbol of my ties to Dominion and my previous life and my father. And I destroyed it and threw it into the swamp. And I built, I built my village right on top. Where's your village? Why don't you come with us tomorrow? Why don't you come to see it? All right. Sounds good. Well, meet us here tomorrow morning at a good brisk 7 a.m. And we'll have yourself a good long breakfast because it's a long ride. And you can join us. We're, we're getting applicants over there right now for some new workers because some of our people have decided to leave. And, well, you're welcome to visit and see what we've built with our with our. Um, with our people, with our church, with our faith. All right. Thank you very much. I'll see you tomorrow then. And I get Excellent. up and I walk away. Um, I come over and I tell you guys what I told him. And I, I also say, um, I have every reason to believe that he is going to head straight back to where the artifact is as soon as he dismisses himself from here. And we need to follow him. Because I think I freaked him out. I don't know if I freaked him out or not. But do you want to roll another psychology roll? I don't have that much psychology yet. No. Okay. I'm banking on the fact that now. That can I can I make a psychology roll since I was kind of watching the doc? Yes, you can. You're watching intently. I'm assuming you're also watching around too. Oh, of course, yeah. Because I'm looking out for fucking heavies. I'm just generally looking shady as hell. In this trench coat in the yeah, you're, you're Georgian the summer in trench coat. Mm -hmm. um, so I rolled a five on my psychology, which is an extreme success. He has ticks, facial ticks, and you could see it. Certainly, he looked very calm. And when Doctor Brody was first talking to him before they moved, before they moved in and sat down, <clears throat> when he became angry and upset briefly, facial tick. When he was talking to Dr. Brody, facial ticks, you could see that it's almost like his, his tell when he's lying or when he's stretching the truth. Mm. Um, he made one, especially when he said he destroyed the stone. Okay. He kind of smiled a little right. too much. Yeah. So I'll uh, relay that then. Yeah, he was definitely lying when he said he destroyed the stone. Oh, yeah. Well, like that. we already know he can't destroy it. So, yeah, my guess is he's uh, got it right there in his camp. He just... 
We want to be careful. Yeah, yeah. I think we should just follow him. Yeah, I think you're right. Forget about meeting up with them in the morning and getting on a bus because that sounds like a setup for to me. Sure. My right. guess is that it's not even a setup. My guess is that he would go grab the stone and run for his life. Maybe. You know, he can always start up again somewhere else. But well, you we know a lot more about this guy than I do, but. I'm just guessing human psychology. Hmm. What I would do. What we've been doing is running. <laughs> so let's get in our car and go park ourselves along the road somewhere where we think it's going to head back towards his encampment. Okay. Anyone else doing anything else? Um, Jimmy, you're, you're working like as a volunteer usher with these people right now. And they're absolutely talking to you like are you going to apply are you going to go fill out the form we could really use someone like you yeah that that's sort of my whole intent was to make connections know who's in charge and handing out pamphlets try to get some names if possible um sign up for the thing tomorrow morning um and of course half and i keeping up because those guys are my ride out of here so i'm afraid they might leave me here so I'm sort of well you're you're able to see them you i mean it's a crowd it's like 120 people plus the oh, okay. staff not, not that but big. you're able to see them keep an eye on them you do get to meet like the head usher you get to meet the guy who's who's is in charge of the food you get to meet the guy who's a transportation guy um do do you, you just want to talk to them like they're just general talking and stuff or uh yeah i don't I don't even think I'm going to pursue any sort of questioning or anything like that. I'm just trying to okay. get in their good graces and yeah. let them know my name and, and mm -hmm. really try not to associate with the other guys, um, you know, to, to whatever extent possible. Yeah. Easy enough. You sign up for the thing and they, the guy looks at your, your, your back. You, you, it asks you like, what skills do you have? And you put down things like from your skills, from you know, your normal work and your life and such. And they go, wow, you're, you're, better than half of these people that show up half of these people are just out of work and they've never really worked a day in their lives you actually have some abilities you're you're in you're in brother you show up tomorrow morning and you're in and right. they pat you on the back and they they give you a, a little a little card <clears throat> it's got someone's signature on it and a little red piece of paper and you can slip it in your pocket they say bring this to the bus tomorrow and you're on awesome. go get Great. yourself some food thank you for your help we're just we're gonna we're gonna start cleaning up now you don't have to help but uh so they send you off to get some food and th they'll keep go about their business. Great. Okay. So you're all just going to get back together again and go wait in the car? Yeah. Okay. Interesting thing happens after you're in the car. I'm, I'm assuming you're, <clears throat> are you parking off the side of the road, like off the road or? Yeah. So that, you know, like a police cop would do to catch yeah. somebody. That's what I was kind of hoping way. for. <laughs> well, hoping for, that's what I was kind of assuming. Um, after about an hour, people start leaving. The food is done. They're leaving. They're handshaking. And you can easily see the three heavies and the one beat up old car. Two of them get in the car and you actually get to see brother Daniel get in the car as well. There's another vehicle. One of the heavies gets in and he takes one of the people who is the main speaker and they head down the other way back towards Tallahassee. And the two heavies with Brother Daniel, they head to beat hell the other direction. 
Right. And uh, assuming you look at your map and you try to figure out where they're going, well, they're heading in the direction of Fargo, which uh, is an entry point to the Okefenokee Swamp. Okay. So we will follow them at a discrete distance. Um, uh, with, uh, what time is it? Afternoon? It's at the service. You were there at 12. It ended about 2. Everybody ate till about 3. So now it's about 3.30 or so. Okay. So we don't have headlights or anything. We can stay back far enough to where we can keep a, a lookout for them as we're going. And it's sunset at like 9.25 yeah. or 9.30. So we got hours. You're good. If they're driving fast, too, on uh, non-highways, so we're in, mm -hmm. they, they were just starting to build highways in the end of the 20s, weren't they? Yep. So um, you'd probably be trail. able to follow their dust trail, exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have to follow yep. too close, you know? And the weather's not bad, so it's dusty and dry. And uh, you've got a, I'll assume you've got a full tank of gas and you're, <clears throat> I'll also assume you probably grabbed some food as you went because they were offering, anybody want some food for the drive home? And they've got the paper bags or whatever. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm going to say that um, as, a, as a consequence of being exposed to such a high volume of um, food, hospitality and preaching, um, I've now fallen asleep in the back of the car. <laughs> I would. Yes, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tired little soldier, and I've, I've had a long day, and I'm, I'm all tuckered out. I'm, I'm curled up in, in the back with, with my rifle, which is substituting for my blanket. Okay. Which, for um, some reason, first... made Sean flinch. I don't know. Why that happened? Oh, I was I was hugging like you're hugging it like. Oh right, I thought I, I, I wasn't just thousands of miles, and I, I somehow made you reflexively sort of lurch away from me. I can do that in nightclubs. I've never done it over the internet. <laughs> uh, Stanley and Jimmy, could you both make? No, not both of you. Stanley, could you make a spot hidden? I don't want to make this easier than it has to be. I doubt that's a success. Yeah, that's a fail. Okay. Um, first hour. Dust. Yeah, for, first hour. I mean, this is, it's not like nowadays it would be a two and a half hour, three hour drive. First hour, nothing. Just dusty roads and you started getting sick of choking on the, they're, even though they're way, they're ahead of you. You're driving in their dust, and it's a bit of a pain. And they eventually, they stop and get gas at a gas station. You can see well ahead because you're coming down a hill, and you see them doing it. Um, they stop for a little while. I, I'm assuming you don't pull up beside them. You're waiting. <clears throat> they leave, and it's, a, it's one road. You know where they're going. So you're right. able to stop and get gas yourselves. Uh, second hour, Jimmy, could you make a spot hidden, please? Negative 80. Okay, easy enough. Uh, next hour, again, they stop for a bathroom break and some food because it's getting close to dinner time. They've got some food, but I mean, they, I'm, you're sorry, they probably grab food like you, but they, they wanted to stop and walk around. They get out in the parking lot and stretch, and Brother Daniel's walking around kind of pacing and limping a bit. You can see him from a distance. I'm going to roll for them, though. One and two. 
they don't see you, even though you're trying to hide. Uh, a little while, you know, not too long after, they get back in the car and off they go. And they reach Fargo. Smallish city, town, village, rather. And then a little while, you pass, they pass through it. There's roadway kind of becomes very rough. And then you're getting into the swamp, the Ogivenoki swamp. And there's a road that twists and winds and twists and winds. There's no other road. Um, but it, it does reach a point where, Dr. Brody, could you make a driving skill check? It's more of a try to keep up. Question with question too, Sean. Yes, of course. I got a 47 out of 40, so I'm going to spend seven luck to make okay. it. That wasn't because you're going to have an accident. It's like you're watching them and you're paying attention to driving. So it was really just, did you have to pay attention to driving so much that you lost track of them? So you're able to keep track of them. And I'm, I'm assuming that John is helping as well from the front. Like okay. that's what the, they're up there because every once in a while, there's a little road that goes off to the side. Jimmy, what were you going to say? Uh, I don't know why we were doing the spot hidden. So I'm just throwing this out there that uh, since we got jumped in the hotel, I'm like on super alert for being followed. Mm -hmm. So I'm like constantly looking behind us with the, you know, I feel like we're being followed no matter what from now on. Um, yep. So if that affects my role in one way or another, it's. Yeah. Well, you're both going to do another one right now though. You and, oh, okay. uh, and John. So both of you, please make another spot hidden. Give me him and Stanley or him. Or Stanley. I'm sorry. Yes. Not, not John. Yes. <laughs> Failed again. 78. You're looking everywhere. <laughs> That's actually a pass. How how good of a pass? Um, by two. Okay, by two, you glance back and you catch a glimpse, flash of light, a glimpse of another vehicle behind you. <clears throat> a fairways, uh, but it's another vehicle and it's black and shiny. We got a uh, we got a tail. I get like whiplash as my head whips around. Like, did it look like Junior's car? It did look like Junior's car from a distance. You, you're not 100 percent sure they're us? keeping that rat bastard's following us. I'm gonna I'm gonna lightly tap Percy awake. I don't care at this point because we've all got guns. Might finally get to fight you. Finally get uh, don't, to use my don't fight me, fight them. Just uh, be ready just in case, all right? Are we, are we at the doctor's yet? Nope. Oh. Um, you are almost at the doctor's. Uh, you drive for another hour, and Percy's awake and he's mum, you know, muttering because he just woke up, and the car's bumpy, bumpy. You can hardly hear each other now that you're talking. Dr. Brody, you do understand that they say there's a tail, <clears throat> but you really can't right. hear each other because you're, the road isn't great. You do reach a bridge, and it's a bridge over a creek of sorts. There's a giant cat. A bridge over a creek. <laughs> On the bridge? A bridge over a creek. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. It's bluish black. Um, and there's a bridge over a creek. And you, you you have to slow down because they're going over it slowly. It's like not a covered bridge, but it's mm -hmm. a 
rough, roughly constructed bridge. And then you're no longer on a proper road and the road bends and twists. And as you twist around the corner, you catch a glimpse down the road of a wooden palisade structure. Like <clears throat> it's on a raised bit of land in the marsh and it's, it's angular in shape. It's, it's not massive. It's not as, you know, it's, it's still a big structure, but uh, it's a bit city block in size. Is it like a not wooden really, fort? It's like a wooden fort. Hewn logs, 10 feet high, and it, it, it's angular, like it's not square. Um, as you keep driving, you drive a little more, you're taking a guess that this has like points to it. And it, it kind of crosses your mind. It looks like a star. Yeah, he called it it's the star of the south. Yep. So, yeah, I thought and that. It, it vanishes from sight and you're following them. As, and now it's at the point where you can't see them, but you know where they're going. There's nowhere else for them to go. Right. And you're driving and eventually you reach a part of the, a part of the, this road that does sort of open up a bit and there's areas oh, you know, off to the left and right that aren't really roadways so much as just meadowy kind of things above the bayou kind of swampy areas. And you can see a, the roadway goes through a little raised bit of land and it's like right there. It's like 600, 700 feet away is this, this city. It's not really a city. It's, it's a rough hewn palisade. It's sure. someone's crazed idea of a fortress. And there's a front gate and there are doors on the side and there are, there's boat launches for like fishing boats and things like that. And, uh, but a city block in size. All right. So what do we do guys? Well, I don't think we can just drive in there. Not without giving ourselves completely away. Are there other cars? Unless you want to do that kind of host around in, in one of nope. the open spots? Mm. Nope. Right. What if we what if we quickly turn down a little side road and we let Adam go forward? That's what he does. Yeah. You try it. But isn't that what we were trying to prevent this whole time was for them to get their hands on it? Well, I mean, they can assault a fortress all they want. If they get a hold of it, then we'll just take it away from them. I've got a Lee Enfield. I've got a nine millimeter. Sounds rather risky. I bracked some shells in the double barrel. We got five. Definitely got, what, three? I may he might have picked up another. You never know. Yeah, but if they get into a big fight with these people, then True. Yeah, remember what happened at the uh the warehouse. Yeah, we haven't seen bugs yet. Well, as far as we know, we're the only ones with the uh the bug some the bug summoning crap. We've got the summon stone and we've got the control stone. And you know how to use them? No, not a clue. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't I don't think we have to worry about bugs. Well, big bugs. Well yeah, I hope I hope you're right. Bugs of unusual size. As I like 
swat away a huge mosquito. B-O-U-S's. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think they let's, let's, Well, I think that's what... That's out of the side behind some bushes or something so that Adam will pass us. Yeah, we'll see if he All does right. pass. Um, it's actually not... Um, you can back your vehicle and your trailer in off the road. Oh, Am I still pulling that fucking balloon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's why you, you know, you're able to back your trailer off the road. And uh, and it's it, the, you're, you're upper area. You're not down low like right. into the actual swamp. Right. So it is, it is possible to back it up off the road. And I'm just going to... Oh, no. So they, they do drive slowly. They creep. Their car passes you, and they sort of, where you backed up, is about the same location. They slow to a stop. And in it, in the car, you see Adam, and he's sitting in the passenger seat. He's pointing. And, and then in the back, there's two guys, and in the front, there's a driver. And uh, they get out, and... Uh, they look and they're watching and they're like trying to figure out what they see and he's he directs them and they just they move on they move up the road now they're not going to the, the palisade area but they seem to go a little farther than you and they do the same thing you're doing but they pulled into a little side uh, meadowy thing about 200 feet away should we just come up behind them and uh get the jump on them Pop their tires or disarm. Oh, I think you say murder them. Yeah, I was almost gonna say murder them, but uh, just disarm them. I don't know. Um, I was hoping they would make a move, and then we find out what kind of forces we got up here. Oh, you know they're not. They're not just standing still. Sorry. I, I guess if you're continuing to watch them and you're not acting immediately, they do start planning. They do open their trunk. They take out something. They they change in their clothing a bit, taking a little more, you know, take just down to t-shirts or shirt sleeves, and uh, which I never understand. Why is it called shirt sleeves? It's short sleeves, and they they take out uh, firearms, and then they just sort of they talk among themselves. And Deerworth sits in the car, and he thinks about it, and they're starting to walk away from the car, and he opens the door. He says, "Wait for me," and he goes to the trunk and he pulls out a pistol. And he heads off with them, and they start sneaking towards the palisades. So they're heading towards the palisades. Now Is let's that the pop right the... word? Palisades. Palisade would be a big, big wooden wall. Yeah. Okay, palisade. There you go. Um. Yeah. Now I think we should sneak over there and pop their tires. No, no, no. Let let me take care of this. Okay. Are you looking for rotten fish? Nope. You're in the I'm gonna bike. go over. I'm gonna go over and sabotage the uh, the engine. Okay. Well, they didn't lock the car, so it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pop the hood. Big giant heavy steel yep. hood. Um. Yeah. There's. What do you want to make a roll? So I mean, the, it's not hard to just damage a car engine. Well, the the hottest part of the car. Aside from the hottest part of the car that you can access while it's uh, running, is uh, 
either the muffler or the radiator. And depending on what the fuel line is, I would like it to, I would like the, the hot part of the car to melt the fuel line. Sure. After running you... for about 30 minutes. That's what I'm going for. Go ahead. Let's see. That sounds exciting. Okay. So that is, I will spend 20 points of luck to make that a success. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, you find a, a, do they have coat hangers back then? Wire coat hangers. You find some wire. Sure. Um, and, and you're able to pull the fuel line over and you're able to wire it in such a way that it is touching against the engine block or the radiator. It, you, you do what you want to do. Yes. And it's, it's going to be directly in contact with the heat. Yes. Okay. You, your assumption is something will happen after they've been running that car for and running hot in this weather. It's going to melt the line and blah, 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 blah. if not, kaboom. We need a spark, but okay. All right. Done. Flash a thumbs up to the guys. Didn't take you too long. Um, you do see them reach the palisade because you are watching them. And you, they're sneaking around the outside. They're sneaking. And you see them move towards the area where you see the dock and the boats. And you witness them. Some guy comes out and he's got you know nets and things like that. He's, he's going out to catch something. And they take the guy out. They take him out, bump, 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 and they, they drag him off to the side, and then they one fire one, their guns. No, no, they do not. They this guy's going out to go fishing, and they just tackle him and take him out, and they they go in the door that he came in. So they've entered the palisade. Okay. Or the fortress, or Star City, or whatever we want to call it. Well, now we should listen for gunfire. <laughs> And just, I, uh, this is kind of anticlimactic, but let's just wait and see what the hell happens. It might take care of the whole problem for us and come running out with the artifact. Oh, not so simple. How long do you wait? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we should wait too long after the gunfire stops. Oh, there's no gunfire. There's no gunfire. Oh. You, you don't hear gunfire. They go in the door and... I'm going to talk quiet. Uh, in fact, how long, like, do you wait half an hour? Um, yeah, 20 minutes. Okay, 20 minutes. You see another guy come out with a fishing net, and he lo he's going out to the, and he's looking around, and he's, the boat's still there, one of the boats. He's, like, confused. He puts his net down. He goes back inside. He doesn't see the other guy? The other guy, they dumped him in the water, and he, Aww. I assume an allig alligator ate him. Oh, that's not fair. He has a wife and kids back at home, and he's just a henchman <laughs> in, in Star City, South. Um. <laughs> well, what do, what do you think, guys? We're waiting. Nothing's happening. I'm starting to have a horrible feeling that what if that guy is able to just take over Adam and his friends? Well, that would take care of one of our problems, but except that uh, now we would have five henchmen instead of. Uh, fair. Um, I don't know. Shall we sneak up there? 
Well, what what color what color is your balloon? Oh, it's pretty colorful. Hmm. Done. It's not like uh, it's not blending with the balloon. sky. Hmm. Blending with the sky colors. Eh. Um. Does the does the compound have a like a machine shop machine shed? Well, you can't see inside it yet. It's like we're looking at a big old fort. You're looking at a ten foot high wall around, and you can't. Nothing peaks up above the ten foot high point. Um, right. the, oh, I'm wrong. I am wrong. At two of the, the points, the at the where the walls intersect or come to a point, there actually is a platform, but nobody's standing in them right now. Like a watchtower? Yeah, like a watchtower. One faces the water, like this river that's going by that that's built on, and the other one faces the road, but nobody is standing in them right now. Can we can we tell if it's a five-pointed star? You I mean, can estimate that it looks like... You can see from where you're standing, one, two and the point of three. So yeah, you can estimate that it's probably a five-pointed star. Like our, our objects. Yep. Where do you go from here? How would mm. you like to proceed? All right, so that car is not gonna get anyone very far. If, if Junior and his cronies are successful and get the piece, and are able to vacate and book it out of here, then we follow, We just follow them. The question is, how much time are we going to give Junior? Yeah, we've given him 20 minutes already. Maybe we should sneak up there. Blam, blam, blam. You hear that? I hear uh -huh. some guns. Blam, blam, blam. Then pistol oh. shots. Bang, bang. Ooh, I'm taking cover. It's it's muffled because it's inside it's, the palace. It's all inside there. Let's see if Junior and his cronies come out. Yep. You hear a few more shots. Pistol. Shotgun. A minute or so later, you hear some pistol shots. Um, everybody can make a listen roll, but you need a really good success. Oh, I got an eight. That is an extreme. Okay. I'm one point. I'm one point off a of hard. So, but you got an extreme, so I'm not going to waste the. Okay. Time. I got a standard success, left. which is which is sort of the equivalent of um, an extreme person. <laughs> okay. Um, Doctor Brody, you can relay it to the others. You hear the sounds of people yelling in pain, which you can identify, and you are able to actually. Identify Adam Deerworth screaming in pain and like a death, a death, a death cry of sorts, like swearing at the uh, at the persons that they're fighting with, and that's the end of it. That Nothing was Adam. Happened. Adam's dead. You sure? <sighs> I'm pretty sure that was Adam's voice screaming out there. Huh. I'm pretty sure. 
Um, well, rest in peace, you slimy bastard. Yeah, but now it means that they're armed, and we know they're armed. Yeah. There were quite a few shots, though, so we don't know how many they took out. Um, what do we do? Do we assault them? Do we assume now that the preacher's going to jump in his car and try to leave? Maybe. It's if only I could get to the preacher's well, car, too. If, he, if the preacher leaves, there's only one road out that we know of, right? So That's correct. You just get your car ready. If he drives out, you can stop him. Block the road. Why don't we block the road with the other car? Yeah. So take a boat. What if we push the car? Let's load he, it up he, to could, he could take a bar. He could take the, a boat. Mm. Yeah, he could take a boat. Did we see any boats? You said there were docks, but you didn't actually say there were boats. Were there like, was there anything docked? You're muted. Sean. No. Sean, you're muted. There, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was mute. I was. I didn't know I was unmuted. Um, there are two fishing boats, the kind that people use for catching alligators or fish. Um, that's why the one fellow came out and he looked and he saw the two boats and he was confused because the other guy had gone out already, and he went back in. Uh, so there's two fishing boats for sure. Where is he going to go in the low. fishing boats? This is where he can get away. He's going to want to leave his state or go hide somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, can I tell what kind of uh, motors are on the boat, on the boats from here? Are they like outboard? I don't make me Google things yeah. <laughs> during a game. They are standard there fishing are, are, boat motors. But I, I think what he's asking is, are they built into the boat or are they the, the outboard motors that you have on the back? Uh, th this isn't like the inboard motor where it is a uh, like a like an a, a entertainment boat, like a, a casual okay. boat, like a. Okay. This is a this is a outboard motor, I would assume, whatever the equivalent is from 1929. Yeah. I wouldn't well, worry about it. There's two boats. If they come out and get boats. one. We can get well, together if we need to. What if we what if we just completely remove the boats? Yeah, but all you right. gotta run all the way across to the camp, the, the thing and all the way around to the back side to do that. I can help you. Yeah. I can get you there. Watch out. If we go if we work our way around. Maybe. I could get around. I don't know if you get around. Well. Hmm. You do that, and I'll and I'll push the car into the middle of the road with Jimmy's help. The well, the we want road. the we want the if we're going to ambush him, we want him further away from the fort, so he can't get he can't get help. Uh, John, just if you, uh, yeah, just go and go and cut all the wires, rip them out on the on the modus. Okay. I'll do that. I'll try here. Uh, take the screwdriver. Okay. I stole it from that car. No problem. Tearing out wires isn't too technical a work anyway. No. You you can. Well, in case you need to break into the casing. Easy. Do you want me to roll stealth? 
or anything? Yeah, or? yeah, I do. Yes. Not so much for being okay. silent as being seen. Uh, it's a success, a regular success. Okay. You make it to the boats. You can. The door is now shut to the palisade where the the entrance way that okay. they had used to get do the I boats. Hear, can I listen to see if I hear any shouting or anything? Or yeah, there's shouting, there's yelling from the inside of the palisade as you get close to the door. Um, okay. However, uh, everybody else, please make a spot hidden. Uh oh. I'll spend three luck yeah, to I make don't that have, regular. I don't have I don't have ninety in spot hidden, so. Okay, you see I'm somebody. I'm cleaning my glasses. Yeah, you, you're you're preoccupied, um, Doctor Brody. You do see someone is now up in what the tower? What not the tower? The um, platform. Right. They are, and the platform that is a, above where John is, but they can't see him because of the angle of view. But they're looking out over the water to see. They're just sort of looking around to see if there's someone coming. Um, your intuition tells you someone's probably going to go up the other tower very soon. Platform, right. whatever. Well, our car is still kind of hidden. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I don't know if they can see the the uh, the bad guys, the uh, Adam's car, uh, but they would expect to see something because Adam got there. So they're not, not looking gonna, that not way right now. That. I'm not going to. Well, if they go up on the other tower, I'm not going to yep. worry about it. All right. All right. So, John, you're destroying the, the motors. What are the rest of you doing? Just waiting to see what happens. Okay. John, the motors are destroyed. You've disabled the, the engines um, in such a way that you can put them back, though. You've, like, pulled out the plug cables or something like that and put okay. them in the pocket. Easiest thing to do is just remove them. Your brain, you say to yourself, eh might need to steal a boat later and you put them in your pocket makes sense and it's something john would think of mm -hmm. okay uh so once that's done you said something about sneaking around the back of the place well, that's to get to the docks yeah to, to get to the docks like oh. if, if you're the entrance is right okay. in front of you that's what, at the, right, the, right. the apex of the points one of the two okay. of the points you go to your your left around the edge, and there's the uh, the docks okay. and the boats. Got it. And that's where I have yeah. to say. That's where I am, and I have to save the boats. Okay. Yep. Um. Let me think. How how easy does it look like it'd be to climb this palisade? If you have if you have a climbing skill, you could probably do it. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm it's a literally. I'm a cat burger. <laughs> Yeah, it's thief, literally so. wooden logs lashed together with rope, and mm -hmm. there's there's rope every so many feet, and yeah, you could you you if know. I, I'm it, I'm gonna listen to see if I can hear. Like, doesn't sound like there's anybody nearby. Then I might try to climb up the wall a little bit to get a peek inside. Not where you are. No, you're good. You can climb up. Okay. You um, assume there's you don't hear anything. Yeah, I have a fifty. But there is the tower the above you. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, it's a regular success. Yeah, you can climb up it. I mean, there's ropes. Every, like, look over. I want to look feet. over into the palisade and see if I can see anything. Okay, smartly into the, where into the yeah, the village. Smartly where you are, you are beneath that platform that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. So there's a guy yeah. in the platform that you don't know about yet. 
I, but yeah. he can't he can't see you because of the angle of you know mm -hmm. he's looking outside of a thing you climb up you're underneath this and you can see inside the palisade it's a star-shaped structure the size of a city block along the outskirts of the walls there are huts like really crappy looking huts this is not a well thought out village this mm -hmm. is like somebody had an idea and they didn't have the ability or knowledge to do this little huts shanties you see people walking around in the, towards the middle of the of the village you see three bodies um and these bodies have spears sticking out of them so these are the heavies and they've been speared to death you also see a number of people in white shirts and dungarees laying dead that they've shot up it looks to you like they were trying to get to the central building which is in the dead center of this star-shaped village the outskirts all these little sh shanty huts there's a few other buildings towards the middle and then there's this main building in the center and they were trying to get to there and they shot up some villagers villagers are being tended to or they're dead and they're being dragged away and the three dead bodies are laying there and on the far side towards the entrance to this central building you see Deerworth dead on the ground also with spears in him or um yeah or no i mean he's you don't really see how he's dead he's just laying there okay dead. okay no worries. now you do see of course uh brother daniel and brother daniel is standing with his hands on his hips directing people you can't really hear what he's saying though okay i'm gonna try to sneak my way back to the guys rolls roll out stealth i failed by five i will spend five luck to make it a regular success i have six okay. left uh, you get back um you're, you're sneaking 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 and you uh there's a little area where you have to cross over this little path uh that's a raised area in the waterway and you sort of trip and you splash in the water a bit and you stay dead still and the guy looked the guy in the, you notice that some the guy is looking because you by this time you notice there's a guy in this other in this uh raised area and he, he yep. doesn't see you he looks around hmm. alligator turtle whatever he goes back to looking out the other way so you make it back all right all right guys i gotta i gotta peek inside okay so the guys are do all that dead. I climbed the wall and looked over. Wow. Climbed that Easy. thing? Wow. So, oh, yeah. you, you said there's quite a few dead people. How many people do you think are still alive? I saw quite a few, yeah. You saw enough huts to house like 50 people. Oof. And how many dead villagers did I see? Five. I don't know. Close to 50, maybe? And when you said the heavies were dead, were those uh, Adam's yeah, they, heavies they, or the other they, heavies? They're Adam's heavies. Oh, so so they didn't manage to kill the kill the Reverend's heavies. Didn't even see the Reverend's heavies. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, among the dead people, you saw two of the heavies dead. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, two of the heavies were dead. Okay. They still got at least one left. But uh, yeah, spears, like, those guys huh? have been speared to death. Yeah. So maybe they don't have weapons. Maybe the weapons were. Well, they will now. 
Oh, yeah, they got true. a few now. <laughs> they, I don't know what should we do. Off those guys. There's a central building that looks like where they were trying to get to, and I saw the reverend over there, or the brother, whatever he's called, barking orders. Brother Daniel wasn't trying to pack his stuff up to, to run, huh? He didn't look too uh, frightened to me. He was... Hmm. He looked like the man in control of the situation. So I think if you want to storm this place and just take this thing, he's going to be the one you're going to take out. Take out. You know, what do they say? Cut the head off the, the snake? Well... You actually said you climbed that wall and got a oh, good it's easier look. than climbing the wall back in uh, Boston. If only you had a Remember sniper Deer's rifle at the time. Remember Deer's could, uh, office? Yeah. Sniper rifle. I'm not a shooter, man. Oh, oh that's too bad. Um, <laughs> I'm a burglar. Well, if we could put Percy on your back, you could climb up the wall and then he could do the shooting. I could get all of you guys over that wall easy. Yeah, you scrap a little bit of rope off the docks if we needed to. You were right over there, and that guy was on that platform right above you. I know. I saw him on my way back. He almost he almost heard me, but he didn't he didn't spot me. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I think you that crying. Oh. Sorry, my cat's crying. I mm. think that he's got to have that thing in that in that central chamber. Well, if we're going to go Let's... in there, I think we should try to go in there at night, maybe a little bit more quietly than what uh, our friend Deersworth just tried. When's uh... let's let's assume that uh, that brother Daniels or Daniel Daniels, whatever, is gonna can, is gonna at least try to pretend that everything's business as usual. Uh, what time do you think he'd head out to do his thing tomorrow? If you well, backtrack time-wise, just so you know, I'm trying to help you out here. Uh, it took you three hours to get here from the place you were. And it was another two and a half hours or so, three to hours, to get back to Tallahassee. So you're talking six hours. So he's going to have Their to leave. Starts at 10. He's supposed sun's... to be there. Yeah, before sunrise, he's going to have to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your cat's on your shelf. I know. Unless he's okay. Oh, so you're thinking that the second he leaves, we go for the central building. I think. No, well, I think we. I think we need to. I think we need to. Yeah, I think we need to ambush him. We should go in there tonight after dark, before midnight. Well, if I fix, if I fix, if, uh, if they sleep, they'd have to be sleeping a little bit. They're gonna, they're leaving at four o'clock in the morning. Well, assuming that he doesn't come out of there in fifteen minutes in his car, uh, right. heading for heading for Texas, um, we can just stay here and wait until dark and then try exactly what you said. You said you can get us over the wall. Absolutely, I can get you over that wall, easy. Anyone could try. <laughs> it's literally every two feet, they've got ropes 
tying, right. lashing things together, you can try if you have any kind of fitness or dexterity. I don't know if Percy could make it, but I was just wondering if I could use my climb skill to assist them. Yeah. Kind of like yeah, to guide them. Yep. Like a guided climb, you know? In my Let's world, you can. Yes. We give Percy a, a gun and he can he can watch the car. I, my climb skill is quite good, you know. Oh, okay. Percy can I've, climb, there you go. Let's I'm do that life, then. Lifelong man of the wilderness. Any man, any man who can walk in heels and dress like that? In trouble getting up the stairs. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if they don't come back out by they don't. midnight, we can sneak in. They don't come back out. Nope. Um, uh, I will say that after a few hours, you do see people come out dump the bodies in a boat, boat goes boop, 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 off into the bayou. No, it doesn't. Oh, no, it doesn't. You're right. <laughs> they go, <laughs> they get grumpy. And the thing is, these are not mechanical people that are trying to run these boats. They don't know how to, they're like, oh, the boats don't work. So they just sort of haul the bodies out and they dump them in the bayou. Yeah. They might also figure that those guys were the ones who wrecked their they yeah, might, yeah. They don't. They, they they stand around pointing at the pointing at each other, going, "I don't know why it's not working," and uh, that's right. it, really. All right, let's do this. Nothing happens. All right. All right. Midnight. Midnight. Any action on the uh, guard posts, whatever you want to call oh, those. Man. Platforms? It's it's hit hit or miss. People are up there for the first yeah. few hours, and then there's one guy up there, and then he's gone for a while. It's hit or miss. You can you, there's no timing mm -hmm. that you can assume. They're just these are unprofessional people. These I'll are just like, wait for right. an opportunity when it's getting closer to midnight. Whenever there's an opportunity when there's only one guy up there, and then he walks off for a bit, that's when we'll try yep. to I'll try to get them over. All right, um, everybody make a dexterity roll. But what's your climbing skill? My climbing skill is 50. Anyone who doesn't, uh, sorry, other than Percy, everyone can add 25 to their their roll or subtract 25 to their roll. I, I didn't need any help. Nope. Percy's an excellent, aged climber like myself. Are, are, are we doing climb or dexterity? Uh, you don't, if you have climbing, you can roll against climbing. If you do not have climbing, you can use dexterity. Okay. Plus 25. Plus 25. Or All right. minus 25. So I got 40 out of 55. My okay. climb. You're over. You can climb a fence. The rope makes it easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Miraculously. You made it? Stanley hauls his portly ass up <laughs> over the fence. Jimmy, how'd you do? It's almost like a parkour. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're all over. And we're there armed. Are, and you're armed, yes. Oh. There are no people other than the guard. The, like, there's, there are people wandering around, but they are not prepared for an invasion. They think they've dealt with this. There, you see the occasional person wandering around. You hear music in the distance because some of the people are singing their revivalist songs. The central building, there's a light on in the window, and that's this. the only light. All it's right. late at night. They're still up. Huh? I was I, I wanna, that, obviously. I want to peek in the window. All right. Uh, 
roll a stealth just to make sure that you can get there. Oh yeah, uh, one. Wow. Okay. Under Excellent. under fifty six. One. <laughs> okay. One. You're at the window. 56. You can look in, no problem. Uh, I'm assuming everyone else is kind of just sort of slinking around the shadows. We're hiding in the shadows, right? Right. Yep. <laughs> Leave and cleave. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. You look inside the window, and you see that this is inside the window. This is a miniature church platform. There are like ten chairs. There is a dais. There is a podium. There is in behind um, another door, a wall and a doorway. But through that doorway, you can see that there is someone inside and there is something going on inside. There's a lot of movement and shadows. And inside there, you catch a glimpse of father, father rather, brother Daniel walking by carrying something in his hands. It looks very much like the jadeite object that you had seen before, the other objects that you have in your possession. Mm -hmm. And he's carrying that object and he's placing it down on a table and you see someone sitting in behind, but you can't really make anything up, but there's someone in a chair in behind. Okay. And I don't see anybody else. No. And is this the whole building or is this just one room on the side of the building? It's it's a building. I mean, it's a fair size building. It's like, you know, like. Okay, okay. Fair no, no, size just building. thinking. So, like, if we go around to an entrance, we got to go through several rooms probably to get to where they currently are. Uh, the main door, and then this door, you can see through the window into where he is. So, okay. two doors. Okay. So, there's a door going straight. Okay. All right. There's two guys in there right now. They got your artifact. One of them Wait. is. The, the reverend, I don't know who the other guy is. Okay. I, we do we have enough? Go in like gangbusters? Well, go in quietly and so that nobody, you know, gets alerted. And But yes, yes. We, we might be able to take the old guy hostage and uh, use him to get our way out of here. Maybe. If, if things go south. Oh, Stanley, that's a real, uh, that's a real criminal thing to think about. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you're rubbing off on me. Now look, guys, I'm not. I just so want to sure. get out of here. I'm not so sure that anyone here is a bad guy. I just think that we need to, that artifact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bad guy. You see how many, all those bodies they're all just, they just amateur acupuncturists. It's fine. No, no. I think that the bad guys were the ones who broke in. Well. We're the good guys trying to steal the artifact back. Good guys don't dump bad guys' rivers in the bayou. Yes, so. All right. Oh, There's lines. no good guys here. Wait, you think you're the good guys? We're the crazy banana guys. Percy's the good guy. You know, I'm not a huge fan right. of bananas. The door's right there. How do you want to do this? So we just walk in. All right. I got my let's, Lee Enfield. Let's, let's try to be sneaky. Yeah. We don't kick the door in. We just okay. quietly. Is the okay. door unlocked? I'll check it. The, there's, it, there's no, not even a. It's like you push on it and it opens. All right, I'll push it open for Doctor Brody. All right. The main, the main door, open. Sorry, the door opens and the main room is empty. It's, it's like a, it's like a dirt floor. Like, this is, 
this is not something that's professionally constructed. Nothing's straight. Nothing's really well made. Right. And inside, there's like a few chairs and there's a table and some papers lying on it. And then there's a wall and another doorway. And inside that wall, you you can hear Brother Daniel's muttering to himself saying, well, this is where you got to. And this is where you're going to be. And this is what we're going to do. And he's like, he says, this is not the way things were supposed to be. You and your friends, you just messed this up. You messed this up. If you had to just stayed with your mother. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna walk in first with my my Lee Enfield and point it at uh, at the Reverend. Inside the room, you see. Remember back Clayton. when you were in Northern Ontario uh-huh. and you saw the Migos had their laboratory. Right. And in their laboratory, it was like cables and wires and domes of glass and creatures and, uh, sorry, and creatures and very, what you would consider to be professional looking medical instrumentation. What you see is a hodgepodge of strangeness. It's like someone who doesn't have a clue what they're doing has tried to recreate this situation. You see Clayton Perry your friend, your compadre, his head detached from its body. The body sits in a chair beside him and his head is connected with just wires just jammed into the head. And it's, it's like someone has attempted to do what the Migo had done in the North. And this brother Daniels is muttering to himself and, and just mob mumbling and talking to himself and he's carrying around a book and he's making notes and this, there's nothing going on here. There's, there's no head that is like functioning. There's no electricity. It's like, he's tried to recreate what the Migo had done with his own son. And you see before him on this table, the star shaped stone, the power stone. And when you walk in, you're first shocked but at, at seeing your friend decapitated, his body lying there, drained of blood that's been, it's been decapitated for a few days now. The right. smell's horrifying. And he's attempting to do what the Migo had done. Right. So you need to do a sanity roll immediately. Do I as well? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You don't even know these people, and you're like, there's... The, I don't know anything on. about the, what the Migo did. I got, I I got 67 out of 70, so uh, I think I'm just angry as hell. You're angry as hell. As well. Okay, you're both... You, John, you're, you see some guy decapitated and some guy ranting and raving. Yeah, and, I think uh, I'm horrified. You're horrified and disgusted by all this, because this is beyond what you would normally see in your day-to-day work. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Dr. Brody, this is your friend, and you're disgusted and horrified as well and angry. And I think what I'm going to do is immediately lunge forward and put my foot up and kick the reverend right in the chest with my gun like this and knock him to the ground. Roll to hit. But he's putting his hand on the stone as you come in. Okay. I got an 18. All right. So you doing I'm hoping anything, he's John? surprised. Um, I'll come in to, to kind of back him up, but I'm not going to do anything yet because I don't want to fire the shotgun with him grappling with this guy, you know? 
So I'll get ready for like maybe a, a melee attack or something if I need to, but I won't be shooting. Okay. You guys didn't look around the room. This one of the heavies is in the room on the far side. Mm, uh, I miss that. Yep. Uh, Dr. Brody, you kick him, which releases him from the touching of the stone. Right. Uh, so he, you do notice as you're doing this, he's starting to mutter some words, but he's knocked off balance. He loses contact with the stone. But the heavy is is raising a weapon. So you knock him down. You damage, you know, you injure him. You, he's off the stone. He's down. Uh, the heavy, however, is going to take a shot and is going to be at Dr. Brody. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. He rolls a two. Can I do I a dodge? You can roll a dodge, yes. Well, it's kind of hard because you're attacking six, and dodging. Got a 63. All right. <laughs> Dr. Brody takes six. Oh, that's more than Severe half. Wound. Yeah. Boom. I get hit. Dr. Brody gets okay. hit with a six. John, Can what I do you do? I will shoot the heavy. Go for it. How far away from me is he? 12 feet to your left. Okay, that's point blank range. <laughs> 13 feet is my point blank range. Uh, I have a regular success. And that would do... Fifteen points of damage. Boom. He does not get an. He does not have the ability to dodge because of all that is going on. He's out, gone, toast. Uh, so, Doctor Brody, you are down on the ground. Yeah, injury. I think that I I got blown sideways. You're blown sideways. Yeah. Uh, what do the rest of you do? Uh, I'll I'll run in and try and well first assess the situation. I pre-rolled my sand. I did pass. What's the okay. what's the loss on a pass? Loss on a pass is one die four. That's three. Okay. Same for us as well, I presume. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Yeah, let's see. Four for Doctor Brody because it is someone he is been working with for a long while and sorry three for you okay that's fine i still have 71 okay you can deal with anything um oh, geez. I'm, I'm, oh, geez. Going to, I'm going to head towards the noise of the uh the firing of guns and the the um the shouting of obscenities you find inside dr brody on the floor having been recently shot uh, a person in a suit that is re also being shot. Uh, as well, you find your good friend from Days Gone Past, uh, <clears throat> uh, Clayton Perry, who's been decapitated and hooked up to miscellaneous machinery and wiring and uh, his body off to the side, bloating and rotting. And uh, you have to make a sand roll, please. Okay. Up the head. Are you okay? I have passed. All right. You take two sanity. Jimmy, 
What you doing? Oh, actually, all I know is is Percy ran in. Is that all you did, or uh, what do you do when you see all of this? Um, I'm I'm gonna sort of. I think at this at this point, I'm just gonna bring my my rifle up in front of me. Um, less as a means to fight anything, and 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 more just as a sort of almost as a psychological barrier between me and and the outside world and uh, mm -hmm. well I, I'm not going to do anything else beyond that this okay. this round take so he, he's, he's he's having to process okay Jimmy yeah I'm basically following behind Percy um, I'm a little surprised that people were rushing in towards gunfire, so I'm going more cautiously. Um, okay. But eventually, I'm assuming I see all the same stuff. You do. Please make a sand roll. Yep, and I did a really well. I actually got an 11, but I'm okay. at your mercy. Well, I'll, uh, you're, you get a two then. Two? Okay. Two. Your good friend is decapitated. If you haven't heard from him in a while, and now you know what happened to him. So uh, there has been gunfire, and you hear noises outside of where you are. Uh, Dr. Brody, you are injured seriously, but not dead. And the preacher is still on, got knocked down, but he's getting up, I assume? Yes, the preacher is now rising up. He's not armed. Don't let him touch heading, the stone. He's heading towards the stone. I shoot him. Whoa. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is a critical success. Man, oh man. Okay. Was that this the guy 20, that just, 20, 24 points of damage. Was this the guy that just finished a speech about how we are not the bad guys? <laughs> so don't let him take the stone. That other guy already I, capped Dr. Brody. I, I believe the speech was there are no good guys here. There are <laughs> That's no what good I said. Guys yeah. here. Yeah, gotcha. Buddies. Okay, that explains it better. Equally just, good. Just shot a preacher with a sawed off shotgun. Uh, less right, a preacher, he, he more a uh, loon. Cultist leader. <laughs> he he caught caught up all his, kids, shit, so. his own son's head. He's uh -huh. toast. He is toast. And then I so, grabbed the artifact. Oh. Excellent. You grab the artifact and you feel an overwhelming sense of purpose and an overwhelming sense of need to set things in order. Okay. That's it. That's it for now. Okay. I run away. All right. That is the appropriate. So, you're running out of the building, I'm assuming. Everyone else, what are you doing? I mean, Dr. Brody is on the ground. He's rising. Your health trying to get up, but yeah. Come on, come on, Brody. I got I'll blood on my, my shirt. My shoulder. Blood on my shirt. Come on, let's try and get to uh, at least the Reverend's car or, or something. Watch out, there might be more cultists. Oh, I have no doubt that there aren't more cultists. You step outside. The first person to step outside, which is uh, John, you see there are people milling about, people milling around and wandering and like, what's going on? What's going on? 
and there's at least two guys that have spears. These are like fishing spears. And one guy off to the side who, you know, picked up a shotgun or something, a weapon that someone else has. You can't quite see what it is. And there's okay. a car, and it is the beat-up kind of sedan that uh, that uh, that brother Daniel had been driving in. Where's that wall that goes over by the docks? Uh, the wall to the docks is to your is behind you, and to your right. But the main entrance gateway, the cars can drive in, is straight in front of you. Okay, I run back towards the docks. Okay. Foop, foop. Two of these spears come flying, but they, these guys are not professionals. Uh, however, you do hear a shot ring out. It's a miss. So uh, they're going after you. Like the, the, Only the people that are armed are going after you, like three people. So you're running towards that door. What's everyone they, else they come after? If they come after me, they won't be going after the other guys anyway. That's right. You guys hear one shot ring out behind, outside the door in the, the main con, like quad or whatever you want to call it. Um, where are we going, Stanley? Uh, out of here. Let's let's try and get to the car. So we can just push open the front gate. I was thinking, ram the front gate and get the hell out of here. Okay. I'm I'm at your disposal. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's go. You two coming? Um, how are you managing to move Brody? Are you able to handle that, or do you need help? Like this uh, help would be help would be all right. Were we were we supposed to be getting something? We got it. John's got it already. John grabbed you, it and ran. Did, did you get it already? Yep, John's, John's got, got it. it. Oh, fancy. All right, let's go. All right. You guys run out the front door, I was assuming, towards the vehicle? Because you, you did see the vehicle when you were going in. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm rolling like a... All right, John, you get winged by a spear. Shotgun blaster hitting the wall behind in front of you. But you get winged by a spear, you take one point of damage. Fuck. God damn Just it. Shoulder. This was an expensive suit. All right. I'm going to try to pull some superhero climb shit to get like over this wall as fast as I can over to where those boats are. So, right. a roll climb. Make Roll climb, yeah. The rest of you, um, there is a, they're being distracted. The people who have weapons are distracted by John, so you can get, you can attempt to get into the vehicle. Go ahead. What's he doing? The car's over here. I don't know. Whatever. Let's go, 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 go. I have a thirty-nine, which is a regular success. All right, you're over the wall, and uh, spears. There's other people now. Nope, nobody's hitting you, but they're yet they're okay. running towards you. They're keeping me inspired. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Up over that wall, over to the boat, pull open the uh, casing on the engine, which I never screwed back shut anyway. 
mm-hmm. jam this fucking plug into it, try to start the boat. All right. It starts. I mean, they're well-kept motors. Make them, make them do a luck roll. <laughs> Don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can you can get the boat started and you can head off into the darkness. Um, yeah, the moon is like three quarters full right now. You're you're heading out into the bayou. Awesome. Where did the John rest go? of you. <laughs> I have no idea. Get get in the car. Get the, car. the rest of you can uh, each uh, each of you can get in the car. Um, who's Dr. Brody? Is, I'll, uh, I'll drive. Beyond driving. Okay, you can drive, so make a driving roll. What are you going to do? Well, in reverse order. What are you going to do? Make a driving roll. I will make a driving roll, start the car, and book it out of the compound. That's, okay. the, that's the plan. Are we just driving that to my is... car? Um, well, first I'm using the car to get out. And we'll see what happens then. Out of spear range. Uh, that is a. I will spend three luck. Yep. All right. So that's that's a success. Okay. Uh, you start the car. No problem. Keys are in it. You're heading towards the gate. You bust through the gate. Who is sitting where? I think I'm sitting in shotgun. I'm, I'm okay. sitting behind uh, Dr. Brody. Um, okay. Exactly how seriously hurt are you? Because if I was helping to carry you, it probably would have been easier to just dump you in the back seat. All right, then I'm in the back seat. I'm, 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 I'm one more than half. I'm sitting next to doing poorly. All right, Jimmy. Yes. A spear smashes through the window and hits you in the shoulder. Ouch. It's not full on because some of the impact has been absorbed by the car window, but you take three points of damage. But you have a spear sticking out of your shoulder. It's just a flesh wound. Was that now? Was that just um, hurling some spears at us as we drove off, or are they actually pursuing us in another vehicle? At present, they are just throwing spears at you. All right. All right, uh, John. You are in the boat. You're heading off into the darkness into a moonlit bayou. How appropriate! Into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody take a drink. <laughs> Wait, I've got something for this. <laughs> Your blue juice. So what's the, you, I, 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 do you have any plans in terms of where you're heading? Because you're, you've got a head start on everyone a little bit. Well, I'm wondering, when we looked at maps of Georgia, where, where does this bayou feed out to anything? Or does it feed out to the Atlantic or? the Gulf of Mexico or it it's it's all interconnected you could probably looking having seen the map the road map you have that it gave a very minimal amount of description of mm-hmm. the bayou it's all just intertwined mm-hmm. fingerling kind of like fjords and 
not fjords, but uh, you you could get all. hopelessly so, lost. <laughs> in, theory, in theory, I could get to Tallahassee. No. <laughs> well, hypothetically, you could find your way in the direction of Tallahassee by using the moon and the stars as a guide, but you'd have to get out of the boat at some point. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You can probably find your way to at least a populated area. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, try try to find my right. way to a populated area because uh, right. yeah, I don't want to just like get lost deep into the freaking the swamp itself. You know. All right, that's not a problem. I will. Uh, you can very easily find your way to a pop. It'll take you a few hours, mm -hmm. but uh, you can find a like by the lights. Um, you can mm -hmm. find yourself to a small town somewhere. Yes. Good. Okay. Okay. The rest of you, uh, you, you, you've busted out of the palisade, boom, doors blow open, you get to your old car, you, well, there's like the little causeway kind of, you know, that leads to the, the palisade. What are you going to do? I don't know. Where do we go? Hospital? Okay. Uh, you two, you two get, get Brody into the, into the other car um, and start driving down that, that way. I'll, you know what? I'll just flip this around and have it accelerate in the other way. Do we have a rock or a brick? There's, sure. a, there's an old rotten log. It's swamp. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> the causeway has rocks and there's lo rotten logs. Yep, you bet. I've, yeah, I've so I'll, this, I'll do that. I've got this brick that I tend to carry around with me. If that's <laughs> I need. Okay. No, 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 no. Hold on to your brick. I'll I'll use this log. That's that's more expendable. He's he's called Mr. Fluffy. Fluffy. Delightful. What are you doing with it? Brick. All right. So yeah, I'm just having the I'm just having the other car that we rammed the thing drive back the other way. Sure. Um, hopefully, get some attention off of us for a little while. Okay. I'll I'll just say that uh, by chance, actually I rolled very well for this. Halfway across the causeway, it kind of goes sideways and turns and blocks the causeway. So you can get in your vehicle, you backed in, you can leave. Let's just say that eventually you all you find your way to a hospital. Doctor Brody is mended to a degree. Some. What do you do, John, when you get to? A populated area. Who are you going to call? What are you going to do? Well, how are we going to find each other? That's the question. Yeah, how would we find you guys? Um, because we didn't. Oh, I could try it at our our hotel actually, because we had the hotel room. That we were we packed up our stuff. Yeah, we'd have to go back to the, the hotel we got just last left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did we not continue to rent that? Was that just a one-night thing? We didn't I know if just... we were going to... I assume we just packed up our stuff and came in the okay. morning. Well, in that case, then maybe I'd try to call my friend Dean. All right. The that's there's the, there's the connection there. Let's just mm -hmm. assume that after a couple of days of fiddling around the small town and Dr. Brody being healed, you guys contact Dean through whatever means you do. And after a week or so, you get together. You've got all three pieces together, and by chance, when you were you when you were moving the car and trying to get this other vehicle out of the way, you did find in the back seat 
on the back seat, the trunk of the uh, Adams vehicle, a box that contained the clamps that he had mentioned the clamps at one time that would be used to attach all three item, all three of these stones together. You, you gather them together, you go up to the coast, you get, you go out in your balloon way out far over the ocean. You drop the items into the deepest part of the ocean that you can access by your balloon, thereby just not destroying them necessarily, but disposing of them. So that's what at least I tell done. them that I do. That's what you tell <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say, hang on, hang on, because I've been formulating an entire subplot about Percy getting hold of these things and negotiating with the, the Migo to, to become eternally youthful. Well, that's before you get rid of the stones. I don't know. So there you go. The stones are dealt with. You've only had minor injuries, except for Dr. So and I that is it. Killed it. That is it. I might have enough money to make sure that my wife doesn't kill me. Maybe. She'll never work for <laughs> Dominion again. So that's okay. Oh, certainly not. So that's you know, it. We meant are right. we supposed to be going on some sort of archaeological dig somewhere? <laughs> that was Whenever <laughs> I took you up in the in the in the balloon. Oh, I went. I do know. I went up in a balloon once. It was very exciting. I I took you up in the balloon. We can go again. Just right over here. Yes. <sighs> I think I'd like that. That's how we all end it. We go up in the balloon. There you go. You off. The you go off. Off into the, the sunset. There you go. That's it. <laughs> All right, so what was really going on? Was this something that, that we could have contacted the Miko and You could have. I mean, you could have contacted me, you could have you could have summoned Migo and controlled them. Um, <clears throat> all in all, Daniel Daniel is his middle name. I mean Clayton Daniel Debussy. Okay. And he he returned to Florida after being in in in, uh, in Ontario. He tried to be a doctor for a while, but then he noticed people were watching him. He tried to hide the fact that he had this stone, but people kept watching him. So he contacted the Masonic Lodge, and he they assisted him in escaping. He went to Fargo. He changed his name. He opened up a new doctor's office. But again, people found him eventually. So he decided what do I do? What do I do? So he went off to live in the bayou and slowly he started playing with the stone, messing with the stone and it affected his brain. And he started thinking to himself, why should I just ignore this? Why, why shouldn't I do something about this? And slowly he started trying to emulate what he saw the Migo were doing up North. And he, it just drove him crazy. I mean, he, he had the church, but he went crazy. He was trying to be he only had the power to control people, but he couldn't summon the creatures. He couldn't control them. Yeah. So he wanted the other stones. He, the cultists just wanted to follow him. He couldn't do what he wanted to do. And of course, you know, Adam Adam was crooked as hell. You know he was. He killed was he going to summon them? And Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was going to. Absolutely. He was lying his face off. He was going to try to control the world with all of this. And if you had, a, you know, you had assisted him, that's what would have happened. Did we just jump? No, I think just uh, Ian's turned off his camera. 
Yeah, but Jeff was over there, and you were over there. Oh, I All right. Let's go ahead and finish up. Uh, our players included Jeff Wilkins, Pick Swan, Ian Christensen, Brian Daly, and myself with Sean Little as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently, uh, uh, we usually play four times a week and uh, post the YouTubes within a couple of days of each episode. We also post the audio versions on iTunes and Podbean. Uh, we do not monetize our shows. The only shows that we have ads uh, are the ones that we've used copyrighted material. The music owners get the cash, we don't. Our costs are also entirely provided by our patrons. What's not covered comes out of our own pockets by pledging just a couple of dollars a month. You are directly helping us defray the costs and improve our show. Uh, if you would uh, like to join our patrons, uh, please visit our Patreon account. Uh, you can find the link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you have. Uh, this is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.